They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, Dirty and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? Like my green screen? Yeah, it's great. It looks like uh, it looks like you're like in a in a bedroom. Yeah, it's a good green screen. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, oh, I forgot to hit the crowd button. We have a. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we, got, we got crowd. We got you. Still, you still have me flip. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, my the stuff behind me is on the left and the right. Is on nope, the, not flip. Right you, you are exactly how you're, how it is because I'm, I'm exactly how I am. Yes, yes, yeah. You have the. I'm a mirror image of myself. That's that's correct. You're you're coming in just fine for us. So and and you weren't you were flipped when you were on the camera here, not on your camera there just that you know how technology works <laughs> hey did you see uh the discord story about the battlefield game come on Mark, put it up oh yeah yeah this is uh this is hot news here sarge come on hot news hot news for me hot news now i know player finds battlefield 2042 okay for four dollars and 99 cents but here here's the here's the greatest picture of it though um, here it is. Here it is. It's it's the picture of the box, and it says new. It's not a used. It's not a used copy. It says new. Four dollars and ninety nine cents was sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. That's strong. That's that's huge. That's strong. It's huge. That was. That is, and if you look at it, it, it was dated. On January first, twenty twenty-two, on the very first day of the brand new year. Happy New so, Year! So, and you know what? I feel sorry I forever paid five dollars for that game. I feel I feel bad if someone bought that new at five dollars because they I mean, I still, still. I think I think you sell it for ten. They still got gypped. You probably double your money. They still got gypped. I think you could sell it for ten. I mean, you could probably buy it and then keep it, and maybe one day it'll be worth something. Because it'll be the only copy that someone ever owned of Battlefield 2042. I know. All right. So Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week. And we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube slash twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, if you'd like to help us out in any way, shape or form, you can hit that like button. You can hit the notifications. You can make a comment down below. You can hit the membership button for $4.99 over on YouTube. You could also uh, hit the subscribe button uh, and follow button over on Twitch and for $4.99 over on Twitch as well. Or you can use your Twitch Prime sub. Uh, if you'd like to do this to our show after the fact, you can listen to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. You can also watch the video podcast over on Spotify and YouTube backlog. Uh, so we're lots of different places. You can listen to us all over the world. Uh, we actually are in, I think, 18 countries, Sarge. 18 countries, or at least the audio is, 18 countries, which is pretty neat. It's pretty neat, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, we're, although we're not top spot anymore where we were in Malaysia, 
right? Malaysia, we well, we couldn't we couldn't hold our spot, you know. Competition's rough, in Malaysia, yeah. bro. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. Got the sneaker watching network. <laughs> what's going on tweak uh don't how forget old is, how old is my girlfriend all these shows are very very right. tough to beat we also have the the chat that pops up in the center box over here uh, over here um i wish it stayed up there it didn't close down when we change uh change stuff but chat's with us now sarge on the on the on the podcast so we can see it right oh, up on that. there yeah look at that uh we've upgraded we've upgraded i've upgraded too You've upgraded. Yeah. Instead of using the military guy from Fallout, I figure it's getting old. Okay. Right. right. What we're going to use now, we're going to use this. Okay. You're using, back it up a little bit. We only can see the, the eyes. All right. Up a little bit. Okay. So you're using a cartoon drawing with a Captain Morgan. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is a much better representation of me. I mean, all right. Well, can you, take a, can you take a still shot of that and just throw it up there? I mean, you would have to send me a picture, a better picture than this, <clears throat> and then I could, I this, could. We talk about it. That's a, that's a really good picture. Yeah, but I could, I could trace it better. I'm not going to take a snapshot of off a, off the podcast. I mean, I could literally. Like this is a better. This is better. I think we should use this. This is good. Okay, like we'll, we'll use that. Sarge doesn't have to show up at the show anymore. We'll just, we'll just throw that up in front of the the camera. So, I had that made. Kind was pretty good. I, I also had one made. Um, that's that's actually uh, I I have a two shot. Sorry, I'm talking film talk here. Is is a two shot of me and my wife in a cartoon drawing, and I removed myself and then chalked it up and did a whole bunch of different stuff with it, and that's that's the face that you see on my on my logo everywhere. That's what it is. So. <clears throat> Chat's uh, going along. If you guys want to be a part of chat, you can also uh, come live, 8 p.m. Eastern, and uh, talk in chat. Uh, we also take super chats as well. We will read all your super chats uh, up on screen. Um, so, Krebs is getting antsy. What have you been playing, bro? I've been. I, what have I been playing? I've been playing. I've been playing Fortnite again. I've been playing Save the World. Right. I'm actually. Have you, have you finished that yet? No, no. I've, I've, I'm, at, I'm literally halfway through the game. Um, I'm at a spot in the game right now where because no one plays it, save the world anymore. And there are people playing save the world, by the way, a lot of people, but they're lower levels. So I'm at a spot in the game right now where, um, I can't progress. The boredom on is too hard, uh, because it's a, it's a split, it's a split floor plan, and there's servers that you have to protect. And I'm being attacked by all sides. And by myself, I can't run up and down the stairs and protect everything at once. So I've, I've been trying to do block one and protect one uh, by myself and let the other three die. Because you only need to survive by at least having one left. Okay. Um, so I'm waiting for other people to catch up to me and maybe jump in with a match made and like finish the mission. But I can't. I, I other can't... people catch up to you. Who else is playing Save the World? Uh, a lot of people are. A lot of people are playing Save the World. A lot of who? A lot of a lot who's, of people. Who, people. Who's helping you? Like the people. There's actual people that play. What people? <laughs> There's people that play. I, I every like time. The I, randos. Randos. Yeah, randos are playing. Oh my god, bro! But, but I'm level fifty-seven. Is and, there anybody in chat who, who actually knows what the game is? And, the and then the game is. other think, people I are like level twenty-four. They only know. They only know Fortnite as DBR. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Fortnite, I have to say though, Save the World is awesome. 
It is. It's a fun game. Okay. It's the best looter that I've played. Okay. It's constantly dropping stuff. New new loot schematics, traps. Uh, you have to go uh, scavenge for stuff and get supplies and resources and all this stuff. It's actually really good. It's actually really good. But for some reason, nobody nobody likes it. Nobody likes it, which is it's it's sad. It's sad. <clears throat> so, What's up, Reese? People people play the campaign. Yeah, there, there are people playing the campaign, Reese. I know it's a shocker. I know it's a shocker, but there are people. Right. So you're playing Fortnite, Save the World. You're yep. playing Marvel's Ultimate Ultimate not Ultimate Alliance, uh, Avengers. Marvel Avengers. Avengers. Marvel Avengers. I'm checking in to Marvel Future Revolution. Okay. Like all I do is check in, get check the dailies, in. and then I, I log out. Um, I have the gameplay itself, and then leave. Um, and I'm waiting for Lost Ark. I'm 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 all in on this, Sarge. Lost Ark. Okay. Lost Ark is the pirate one. Lost Ark is the uh, the uh, the the East uh, MMO that's been out in Korea for like four years. What's the one you've been playing that was like the pirate MMO? <clears throat> the pirate MMO. Isn't like a you're you're a crash you're a shipwreck. Oh captain yeah, or... well there's a little bit of pirate in 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 Lost Ark. I played a beta back in November. Okay. Yeah, I sent you some information on it, right? Um, here, let me bring up. This is this is Lost Ark, right? I'm I'm all in on this, and th and here's here's why I'm I'm all in on this, Sarge. Well, because because there's nothing out until February. That's that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons. Um, let me get the the media going on here. You got a, you got a friend here, Sarge. Willie K says he's excited for Lost Ark. <clears throat> it's so excited. Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm excited, man. It's it's okay. So we'll play this from from YouTube. But it might be a game. It might be a good game. Okay, so this is Lost Ark. Okay, why I'm interested in Lost Ark because I feel like for the first time, and again, I, I might be let down. Okay, but for the first time since the game has been out for about three to four years over in Korea, and then Japan, and then Russia, and now it's finally coming to the EU and it's finally coming to the West. Okay, that we're gonna get a complete game here, Sarge. Don't you don't you sh you hush your mouth. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get a game that's not buggy, broken, uh, 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 mess. Talking, you have no idea yet. You have no idea. I, I play the beta, and I'll tell you what the beta was. At, was was phenomenal. The beta was so good that I, I didn't want the beta to end. Okay. It kind of looks like Diablo. Well, this is why I sent it to you. I said you like Diablo. Okay. Hmm. Here's the here's the part. Right. It's a free to play MMO RPG. Okay. Uh -oh. Now now I know uh -oh. what you're, I know what you're thinking. Uh oh. That microtransactions galore. Right. Their own statement, which I'll which I'll, I'll go read after this, okay? Everything in this game, Sarge, everything in this game, you can earn in the game. Everything. Okay? You lost me. <laughs> everything in this game you can earn. You lost me. I don't even know what that means. By that playing mean? the actual game. Now, there's also an in-game economy, player-based in-game economy. Uh-oh. And let's say I have uh -oh. something that I purchased. But they only use Bitcoin. No, that I purchased. They do have they do have currency in the game, but you can own uh, earn silver. You can get gold. There's um, uh, royal royal crystals, and then there's crystals. Okay. Now, 
Royal Crystals are the only thing in the game that you actually have to pay real money for, but then they convert down to crystals. And you can also earn gold, and gold converts into crystals as well. So you can earn it in-game, convert your gold into crystals, and then use that crystals in the shop. Now, if I have something, Sarge, and you're like, I like your animal, where did you get it? I'd be like, I'll sell it to you. Right? In-game currency. In-game currency. I'll sell it to you. 5,000 gold. Right? And then you can take it from me. Okay? Everything is earned in this game. They have strongholds, raids, upside-down triangle, Sarge. You start the game, you level your character uh, up to 50, on, bro. and then once you get done with 50, you have like seven to nine end-game activities to do, and they're going to constantly add more, which they've already done in Korea, Japan, and Russia. The West that we get, we're behind, right? So there's like a year of DLC that's not releasing yet for the West. There's more classes that are coming out. Right now, you're starting out with 15 different... Uh, well, there's five classes, but in those five classes, there's upgrades, right? Like uh, uh, specialties that you can like master, okay? There's ship combat and things to do, okay? There's strongholds that you can do that you're seeing on the screen right now. Everything is casual. You don't have to be a hardcore gamer to do all the stuff. You can be casual. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds it way does. too good to be true. It okay? does. Well, I am playing ESO, so I'm not sure if I'm going to drag myself away from ESO to start a whole other MMO. Now, I really wanted to try Final Fantasy XIV, but that's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. I don't. I didn't see. What did uh, What did Buck say? I didn't see the Buck. What did he say? Buck hasn't said anything yet. Oh, there he is. Sarge is a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. Yeah. Where does he say it's a trap? He, he, scroll up. Scroll up. He said it. Uh, I'm scrolling up. It's a trap, Sarge. Um, and, and it might be a trap, but you guys know me. Like, Marvel Future Revolution, I have I didn't spend a dime. and I, I have, like, 40, hour, 40 wait, days. Wait, is Bucky's name different here? No, it's still Buckalorian. It's Buckalorian no matter where. Did I, blo did I block him? Maybe. I don't think so. But Lost Ark has what... <laughs> Uh, what plants need electrolytes. That's right. That's right, George. Um, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. And let me, let it's me, got, it's got what plants crave. <laughs> let me, let me read you. Let me read you something from, from their, from their media here. Okay. Let me go to the news. This was back in October. I read this on my stream the other day. Uh, where is it? Is this it? Um, no, that's not it. That's the team update. I got to find their You're statement. Kevin, George, you, you said it close enough because I picked up on it. We know what you're talking about. All right, so th this is the business model. This is their, their overview business model that they, they talked about, right? And obviously... They could be suckering us in, okay? I, but I, listen, I don't know. It may, it may, listen, number one rule. Rule number one: their goals. Right. This is <clears throat> what they've learned. Bringing it over here, okay. And it says to ensure all purchases in game feel optional, it's important that players have a path to acquire all items in our in-game store without having to make a purchase. Okay. Most items are available with crystals, which can be earned by trading gold at a player-run exchange. Any item without crystal price 
with BeTradable VI in-game trading post. This means that all items will be available for in-game earnable currency, which a few expect uh, a few ex exceptions, such as the Founders Pack, which you pay 15, uh, 25, 50, and like 100, okay? Now, their business model overview right here, it says, Lost Ark will be a completely free-to-play game with optional in-game purchases, Founder Packs, and other bundles released alongside new content. The in-game store features a vast array of cosmetic items for head-to-toe character customization and, and convenience. Items such as auto-looting pets or items that are allow you to uh, access your storage while in the field. Additionally, players will have access to Mara's secret store. Offering special rotating deals, Lost Ark also features player-to-player player trading posts, and the trading post allows the community to play an active role in the evaluation of, of items and makes the economy within Arkesia highly flexible, letting players trade items as they see fit. Okay? So, that that's that's huge, right? That That's huge to me. Where you can earn everything in the game, you put the time in, you get the thing you want. Right. It sounds it if, sounds fantastic. Remember what Avengers said. That's right. I, look, it, I, it sounds it sounds fantastic. I understand. What, uh, what the you're only saying, reason Milky. why the only reason why I haven't set fire to my ears right now is the fact that the game exists in the Asian markets for six years. Correct. And this is why I have hope <laughs> for this, because they haven't done it to them yet. OK, so would they change it all of a sudden for the West? Potentially because we're a bunch of morons and we love our battle passes and, and all the other shit, right? So they could. They could. But it it sounds, I know it does, it sounds too good to be true, but look. I don't, I don't know yet. The, the only thing I see as a downfall for me personally is it's a new it's a new IP for me, okay? Meaning I'll get to know the, the characters and the story and the lore. If they had this exact structure... And you put Marvel on top of this, it'd be a fucking home run. Okay. But why but why is every game that we actually like have to be based on another game that we like for it to succeed? Well, it no, it doesn't have to be that. It's just <clears throat> I like I like Destiny, but I don't really know the characters and it was a shit story when they first started, right? Now it's a much better story. Okay. But if you give me a story where I already know the characters and the lore and stuff, like I don't have to learn that stuff. I just already know it, and I'm I'm going in for a new story. But I already know the backstory of the stuff, right? With a new with a new uh, game like this, you have to jump in and learn all of all the characters and all the lore and all the things, which which is awesome. Well, when does it's it awesome. come out? It comes out February 11th. With the Founders Pack, it comes out February 8th. And it's only on PC. PC through Steam and through Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So. When it comes out, are you getting are you getting the uh, early? I'm, I'm going to get the fifteen dollars fifteen dollar uh, founders pack because it gives me a three day three day early access. All right, so just like I have said every other time about a brand new game, I will not pre order. Mm -hmm. I will not buy day one. I will watch your stream when you start to play it, okay. and I will see if the game's worth me buying. Well, you don't have to buy it; it's free. Worth me playing. Okay. Well, I'm saying you don't have to play it. You don't have to buy anything. On the eighth, if you want to play on the eighth, you have to pay at least fifteen dollars. If you don't want to play on the eighth and you wait till the eleventh, it's free. It's free to play. Okay. So you get, I think, one character unlock in the beginning, and you can unlock the second character when you finish the story with the first character. And each character has their own beginning story, and then I think it opens up into the same story uh, for because it's based on getting seven stones or seven crystals. Right. Mm. 
for little, or little. I'm sorry, seven arcs, seven arcs. Yeah, but well, but well, that's just but that's just it. Water, like I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but for me, MMOs are very time consuming because you have to be able to play it long enough for you to understand the mechanics of the game and how the character expands as he plays. It's not a game you can play once a week and try to remember everything. You got to play. Well, no, you th play it. this you can play literally once a week if you wanted to. I, I'm sure you could. So, and it would just take longer to figure stuff out. No. Oh, they don't have it anymore, the version anymore? I thought the, I thought the beginning was like Marvel Future Revolution stealth, where the beginning of each character has a little story that's different. I'm not saying like they have their own stories completely through the campaign. I think they have their own little stories for each in the very beginning, sort of like Marvel Future Revolution. Um, I sent you two videos of it. I, I sent you an overview yesterday or whatever. Yeah. Watch that one. Yeah. It tells you the one we were just watching on stream. If you watch that one, it'll tell you a lot of uh, stuff. No, it's taken out. Okay. So then I might only master one character because I, I don't, I don't want to go through the same story again with like 17 other characters. You know what I mean? I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of factors. Replayability. Uh, progression through the story, progression of the actual game, uh, how magic works, how crafting works, how the economy is going to work. Like, once again, it's been out for six years in the Asian markets. I'm sure it's decent because it's been there already. So maybe I'll try it. But once again, MMOs are very time consuming. Yes. Yeah, I was watching that guy today. He says, I, I, I don't want to stop playing. He's like, I want to play it all day. And I was like, oh, well, I can only play it for this amount of time. But when it comes out, I'm going to be I'm going to go hardcore on it for for a bit. Um, are you playing anything? Um, uh, I'm currently playing ESO. You're, you're back in ESO. Yes. I'm just about, I did a few uh, refresher uh, trials and refresher raids and things. And so now I'm, I want to try to find an armor set and then I'm going to do Blackwood before this other new one comes out. Uh, the, the new one gets announced on the 27th or does it come out on the 27th? Announced gets announced, so it probably doesn't come out to like March or probably something like that. Mm, probably summer. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I if I'm playing anything else. Um, I am playing uh, Symphony of the Night still. Okay. It's very challenging since I haven't done platforming in a long time. Well, you showed me that speed run last week when you were here. That to me is just hilarious. The guy was just the guys. The guys that know that kind of stuff though, just like sliding across backwards the entire time. It's it's amazing. <clears throat> Krebsy says out for six years, but it takes one decision to nuke everything. I Krebsy, you know what? You know, you know what I like Krebsy. Krebsy is exactly he's, where I he's, was. He's gone. He's gone rogue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Kre happened to him. Krebsy, like he, Krebsy he, is he was where the voice I was. Of, he, yeah. When I started the, when I started this show with you, he was like the voice of reason, and something happened to him. Yeah, he, he. I don't the know. Gaming industry happened to him. He's he's become one of us. One of us. Mm. One of us. Yeah, he's he's be he's become tainted. He's become he's become. Uh... I mean, you can only, you can only take so much bullshit at one time and think that everything will be fine the next time. Yeah, like I'm gonna punch you in the face and take your money every Monday, and every Monday I punch you in the face and take your money. That's right. So come Monday, you're not willing to leave your house because you know someone's gonna punch you in the face and take your money. So that's right. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't go out no more for. You don't go out on Monday. Krebsy's an insider disguised as one of us. No, Krebsy, Krebsy's bitter. I've talked to him plenty. <laughs> Krebsy, Krebsy's the guy behind the guy. 
Yeah, no, Krebsy is just, he's angry, man. He's angry about some of the stuff that's happened in the industry. And, and, and every time you get a game, it's not a full-fledged game, and it's, and it's broke and busted, and they lie to you, and they add microtransactions after the fact, and they, 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 they tell you things. It's, I'm telling you, it's like being in a bad relationship. It's like every game is turned into Destiny, right? As far as, uh, no, man, no, no, baby, I won't, I won't cheat on you again. Come on over here, right? That, that that's what it is. It's it's a bad it's a bad relationship. Yeah, that's the guy. I, that's the guy I watched. Uh, Smash. That's the guy I watched with the world record. Yeah, and he does he does different world records for that game. But he's those caliber of people that play the game and know that much about it. I, I'm always a little I'm always a little envious of because like they love the game that much to 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 figure all that stuff out. I don't have the time anymore. Uh, I, I did it. I did it in the past with other games back when I was doing it in my twenties. Oh god! But I don't have the, I don't have the patience or time anymore. Why, uh, George? You you know you you know you're just yeah, that's ang him. angry at something else now. It's it's not it's not uh it's not games. It's just angry at something else. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's Krebs. Krebs, I think is 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 uh deflecting. I think is is, is what he's doing. But listen, I, I, I'm trying to keep him on the road, but he's he's a four-wheel drive guy. He's going to go over, all over the place. I'm trying to think of why. I don't know why my... I mean, I, I get it, guys. Listen, I, I love games, man. I love them. I love them. I have played some of the best games ever made on the fucking planet. Yeah, no. And I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about across all platforms, across many decades. I love gaming. But what's going on now? <laughs> Shouting at the clouds now, George's like, ah, why, why can't you cover the sun up? It's too hot. Yeah, it's the it's the guy from Up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's gonna be me in the future. Yeah. All right, so let's let's start off let's start off with our first uh, news story today, Sarge. Uh, Hitman Trilogy launches on January twentieth directly into Xbox Game Pass. Okay, so IO Interactive revealed a range of updates to for Hitman Three as part of the year two season including ray tracing on PC, new targets, a new map, a new freelancer mode, uh, more as part of the anniversary uh, stream. However, the developer also had a major update to the Xbox fans, revealing that all new Hitman collection heading straight into Xbox Game Pass. On January 20th, IO will unleash Hitman Trilogy directly into the Xbox Game Pass while, Game Pass. while bringing Hitman uh, 3 to Steam and PC for the first time. Hitman 3 will also grab VR support on PC alongside various other enhancements. Hitman Trilogy on Xbox includes Hitman 1, 2, and 3 alongside all existing content. Hitman already support, uh, sports a, a unique UI that allows players to roam seamlessly uh, between games, but Damn bringing that. all of the titles into one package creates something uh, monumental, uh, mon monstrosity. No, monstrosity large stealth puzzler offering potentially hundreds of hours of gameplay. So, we I should make a recording. It just says Game Pass. Yeah, exactly, Game Pass. Right. We should we should do that. Exclusive. Just a, it, it's just like just like Sizzler. Yeah. So there you go. If you are an Xbox, uh, if you say Game Pass three times, Sarge, I don't know if you know this. You get one free. No, if you say Game Pass three times. Big bad, big mad Mo shows up in the chat. Like all of a sudden, he, he hears Game Pass ringing, his ears ringing. He's like, "I gotta log in." You guys talk about Game Pass, yeah? Now Mo, Mo's a huge Game Pass guy. He's the one that posted this story. Um, this is huge. This is another another. I've never played Hitman, 
And I can tell you, I don't know if I'm going to play Hitman because of this, but it's on Game Pass, so why not, right? Why not? So we got Hitman. Uh, yeah. So we already got the uh, Battlefield uh, 2042 uh, story. As well, far no, as... The, the other story about Battlefield 2042 is Steam is now offering refunds. Right, that which is um, which is there, good. There's Mo. There's Mo. He showed up. Yeah. See. Yeah. I said Game Pass three times. That's he it. Up. If you say Game Pass three times, Big Mad Mo just shows up. He can hear it. He's not even watching the stream. He's like, someone's saying Game Pass, and he and he comes in, and he knows he knows what stream to go to. It's like, it's like the bat signal. It's the bat signal. Yeah. No, Mo's a big fan of uh. What I'm what I'm what I'm a little worried about. And I mean this very, I mean this very sarcastically. Don't take me serious. I know some people take me serious. And don't call is me Shirley. I, I believe that Hitman with VR is basically just assassin trainer. Yeah, you're just, just you're <laughs> like just, you're, we're, we're basically right. training learning to people assassinate someone. How to kill people? Like that's that's basically what it is. I would not be surprised if it's like first year college credit in a Russian class. Like that's what they do. They they teach you how to be an assassin. Put the VR goggles on. Your first attempt is to, to, to try to assassinate a CEO <laughs> <laughs> of an unpopular video game company. Like what? Wait, this sounds. I, 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 it this just sounds, sounds really weird. weird. Yeah, it does sound weird. Like we're going to make Hitman VR. Does anyone have any questions about that? Do I want to be able to assassinate people in VR? Like it sounds like a trainer to me. Well, what would be really weird is if the other person that you're assassinating also has a VR headset on. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, they would be living in sim in the metaverse, and you're an assassin in the metaverse trying to kill them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That that to me sounds even worse. Like the guy. I think think about that. That's already in the, that's far into the future, right? Let's say the metaverse is out. People are playing it. We have no choice. We like it. So people are existing in the metaverse. Then people make games in the metaverse in which you are given someone's actual ID in the game, like what their ID is, and you have to find a way to kill them in VR. <laughs> this just sounds weird, bro. Sounds weird. <clears throat> all right, let me, uh, this is another, another, all right. If, out of all the Battlefield games, Sarge, out of all the Battlefield games that you've played and tried over I the years. Them all. Right, you played them, played them all. Which which one was your least favorite minus uh Battle the last two Battlefield twenty forty two and Battlefield five right because you didn't really buy those well you're getting rid of, you're getting rid of all okay well you, you forced me into like two now well yeah because the you didn't buy them you didn't buy twenty forty two you don't own it right and I I purchased no, I, I played the demo and I I purchased all right fine so they're all in there what what's what's the top three least favorite games of of Battlefield um. The only one that pops into my head is Hardline because it's cops and robbers. Okay. So even though that Battlefield 2042 is as bad as it is, you would say Hardline is the worst the worst one. Well, it's worse to me because it's called Battlefield. Battlefield right, right. And you made a game about cops and robbers. Exactly. So it doesn't make sense. What it's is not the... Battlefield. It's not Battlefield. One of the developers that worked on Battlefield had a tweet. Okay, and he says, <clears throat> we gave the Battlefield, we gave the Battlefield, let me bring it up. We gave the Battlefield community a gem with Hardline 
and they didn't recognize or appreciate its greatness because they were too busy complaining about the theme. Rather than enjoying the silky smooth gameplay, now they're cursed to never be happy with a Battlefield game again. Okay? Like, I'm, about to blow, I'm about to blow up this fucking microphone. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what is this guy talking about? Is it, is it on the screen? Yeah, it's on the screen. Read, yeah. I want to I I read that. Yeah. I want to read that. Hang on. I'll, I'll make it bigger for you. There you go. We gave the Battlefield community a gem with hard life. A gem. A gem. A gem. Okay. A, a gem. You recognize or appreciate the greatness, okay? Because they were too busy. Complaining. Complaining about, about the, theme, the theme. Right? Because Battlefield is not hard life. Battlefield is not Carps and Robbers. Right. right. So rather than... Ra rather... Right. Than enjoying the silky smooth gameplay. Yep. Now we are cursed. To we're we're cursed. Like happy. we have a Madden curse on us. Yeah. Like I'm cursed. Yeah, we're cursed. It's my fault. It's my fault. You make shitty game. That's right. All right, hang on. All right, so let's let's have a discussion. Yeah, let's break it down. Let's 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 have a discussion. First of all, if Battlefield Hardline had silky smooth gameplay. My question to you is, where the fuck is your silky smooth gameplay since then? Yeah, now. Where's your silky so smooth gameplay now? If, if you are able to make a game like that, silky smooth gameplay, right? So what guys did you fire or they hid code from you that you guys couldn't copy-paste the mechanics and the code to make silky smooth gameplay since then? I I I don't get so, it. Am I am I to believe? Am I to believe that the actual the actual inner workings of how a game functions, like the silky smoothness of the mechanics of the game, is completely random every every game? Well, what I what I get from this is people were complaining about the theme, and they made really silky smooth gameplay. So moving on, they brought back the theme. But, but they, they took, give us but silky they took out the gameplay. silky smooth gameplay. Yeah. Right. They they heard what they heard. Cursed. Right. What they heard in their head was they don't like this game because of the silky smooth gameplay. They didn't not like the the hard line. They just didn't like the silky smooth gameplay. So now let's bring back World War One or World War Two. But let's not bring in silky smooth gameplay. Let's let's uh, yeah. let's bring shitty the gameplay, only... broken right. buggy games and messes, and then blame them that they don't like something because of theme battlefield themed. Okay, uh, women with prosthetic robo uh, RoboCop hands uh, during during World War One. We don't need to. We don't need to deflect. I right. want to stay right on the line, right where we're talking. Silky smooth gameplay. So if if I believe you, I'm the asshole for not liking Hardline. That's right. Fine. I'm the asshole. I'll take I'll take responsibility. It's my fault. However, if you are if you made such an amazing silky smooth gameplay, where is it in Hardline? Where is it? Yeah. Where is it? Where is it? Doesn't exist. Did you? Did you guys? Was that like the secret to Coca Cola? And you had to kill that guy, and no, no one was able to know the code how to make silky smooth gunplay, and we just had to, we had to lose it in the process. Do, do you know what had silky smooth gameplay, and people actually liked it, but the company stopped, which was also an EA game, Titanfall. Titanfall was silky smooth gameplay, right? And and, and people loved that game, but EA didn't want to support it because they sandwiched it between. A battlefield and a Call of Duty game, right? But people will like that game. Why? Because it was a good fucking game, right? It was a good game. So him coming out and saying that this is the reason. Let's let's look at the charts here. 
Now, obviously, the charts of Battlefield have risen and, and fall. Now, Battlefield Hardline, not too shabby. It made $4.1 million in sales. Oh, okay. that's garbage. But the we're, other we're ones about, before that, EA game, bro. Well, yeah, no, the ones before that, Battlefield 3, 17 million, Battlefield 4, 14 million, Battlefield Bad Company 2, 6.5 million, uh, Bad Company or Battlefield uh, 1943, 3.6, right? The ones before that, Bad Company 2 is what really like that was their most selling copies they had, and then Battlefield 3, then Battlefield 4, you know what I mean? Like 17 but our, and 14. But it's our fault. It's our fault that we can't have silky smooth gameplay anymore. Yeah, so they brought cops and robbers in. They went from 14 million to 4 million. And but, and because and it's cuz we it's cuz we didn't like it. Right. And because the theme, the theme, not because of the silky smoothness, right? No, but I got it. but since then, they've had Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, and now 2042, and we still have yet to see silky smooth gameplay. Right? I don't know. I don't know what these referring. So they threw out the baby with the bathwater, is what they did. They didn't keep anything from it. They just literally just chucked out the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah we're done with this one. Let's start from scratch because we don't want to have another game <laughs> with silky smooth gameplay. That would be ridiculous. Well, uh, Viking it, Hardline wasn't a bad game, but it was a bad game <laughs> for a battlefield game because it wasn't a battlefield, a battlefield game. And here we are back into modern day battlefield. But it's not Battlefield anymore. At least Hardline still kept the structure of what Battlefield was. Just the thematic-wise, it wasn't. Okay? Now we have no Battlefield. No Battlefield. Okay? They they literally marketed a fucking tornado the entire time. Okay? To change stuff up. And funny enough, let me look at where this story is. Okay? No, that's the wrong one. You're, you're absolutely correct, Smash. Hardline wasn't bad. But the difference between 4.8 million and 13.5 million speaks more than what either you and I can say. Right. So here, here's a shot fired, I, I believe. I believe, Sarge. This is a shot fired. Okay. Because EA took three years, all hands on deck, to make Battlefield 2042. Okay. And they, they, they did a gimmick with a tornado in the game. Yeah, yeah. A gimmick. It's awesome. Right, it's awesome. Tornado's just awesome. Awesome. I mean, it's 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 saving lives, Sarge. It's it's the, the it's best better, thing. It's better than Levolution. It's 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 amazing, right? So Fortnite comes up with an update and finally adds a crazy tornado and lightning. Okay, that's definitely a dig. I I think it's that, a dig. That's, that's a hardcore dig. Don't don't even don't even begin to tell me this is a discussion. Okay, it took it, it took Fortnite, them. Fortnite threw a tornado into their game. That's a complete and total dig. Right. Now, I flew into this tornado, okay, today on Fortnite. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You feel the wind and stuff. The car actually got sucked up and went all the way to the top or whatever. I thought it was pretty neat. And I just laughed because it took three years, all hands on deck, and this is what they showed you, a tornado. And yet Fortnite's like, oh, by the way, we, uh, we put a tornado and weather effects inside the game. Have fun. Right, it's almost like they like a Burt Reynolds thing. Yeah, so like like like, yeah. uh, like Norm Macdonald being Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Throw a tornado in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's cold. Tornado. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want tornado? <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. I right. I find it hilarious that they took so long to make a tornado and it still doesn't work properly. Okay, they don't have the other levolution stuff in the game with the volcano and the tidal wave, whatever else they were bringing in. Fortnite's like, oh yeah, by the way, here's a tornado. We're just throwing it in for the event. Appreciate you. 
right? Changing maps, doing all these things, con constantly changing the map and evolving stuff on, on a patch on a, on a Thursday. Next Thursday, you, you update the game, right? And obviously, this is this hey, is Steve. On... <laughs> hey Steve, can you put a tornado in Fortnite? Oh, 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 give me a week. He needs a week. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. He needs, Steve needs a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could have it in by lunch. I could have it in by lunch. Right. So Unreal Engine Five is out. And they've converted over to uh, they they converted Fortnite into Unreal Engine Five, and now they're 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 pumping out stuff faster and faster than they were before, okay? Than they were before. I think I think it's because they're not re officially released. Are, I think they are officially released now. I'm not I sure. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. <laughs> uh, well, save the I, world. I, save I believe, the world is done. I believe that there's some kind of loophole in the industry. There is in which. That if your game is released, you're under a different set of rules than if your game is in alpha or beta. It is. You don't have to. You, so, don't have, you don't have the same rules. You can update your game faster without the process if your game's in alpha and beta. Where if it's complete, you have to wait through the the, the period. But but doesn't to me that it, it's obvious by looking at what's happening right now. That makes no sense. All right, they made twelve billion dollars. Like like when when at the time do you go? When does Phil go over to them and go, hey, um, are you guys done yet? You've made profit of $12 billion. You've bought multiple companies off of this. You've done a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you own a, a studio now. Mandalorian's using your technology inside this, the, the show. Hollywood's changing because of it. Um, are, is this out yet? Is, is, can, we, can we hold you back a week for, for, for looking at stuff, right? It's, it's just weird. It's just weird. They get away it's, with it. It's, it's more than weird. But... A hundred percent. There is no doubt in my mind. As a matter of fact, this is not even a discussion. That is epic digging on EA. Oh, absolutely. A hundred and twenty percent. I guarantee you, Tim Sweeney was like, how long did they work on that tornado? They, uh, I think they said, uh, I think they said 12 months. 12 months. How long can you do that? Can we do this in, in Fortnite? Sure. I could, I could try to mock something up. All right. Have it on my desk by the end of the day. All right, cool. And we'll, we'll make it live next week. Right. That, there it is. There's a tornado. I mean, it's not a big deal, but I just find it funny, right? I thought this was a dig. I was like, a tornado in the game of a battle royale, 100%, right? Hundred percent dig. Now, don't get me wrong. Fortnite loves stealing things from other people, right? They brought Among Us that's, inside. That's, they built the entire business above it. Yeah, the everything about it. The battle royale was stolen from PUBG, right? They 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 stole Among Us uh, play game modes over here. Everything, everything is there. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all been jacked. But like, but. I, is there a difference? Is there a difference between a game company, so-called stealing an idea from a game company, or is that what they've been doing forever? Like they see somebody made a game that sold well, they copy the same kind of thing, they sell their version of the game, and they see if they can do better than what they did. But it's the assets, some of the assets and mechanics of it are stolen. They use from borrowed. each other. It's borrowed. Well, I don't, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not talking about it in a negative way. What I'm saying is the gaming industry used to be guys come up with an idea, they release it, it goes over well, everybody else sees it, right. and then copies it. Like, yeah. how else do you explain the whole Battle Royale genre, right? Somebody did one. It was awesome. Everybody else started copying it, right. but putting their spin on it. Same thing. Yep. It's the same. Yeah. So why is this any different? Why, why do they count it as stealing? Uh, it's not stealing. Uh, Gallagher, what I mean by a dig, I mean it's a dig of Battlefield 2042 literally took three years to make the game. 
And their major marketing point was there was a tornado in the game. That, that was the selling point. There was a tornado in the game. And Fortnite made a tornado just appear in the game. That's just like their, their side project they were doing. Yeah, yeah. There's all different phrases. I one-upped you. Yeah. I, it's a dig on you. Like Melrose Mike says, it's a burn. Like, yeah. it's it's basically like a, it's like a little business slap in the face saying that you did this. We could do the same thing. It's not a big deal. Like, right. you talked about it for fucking six weeks about how awesome this was going to be. And everyone knew, well, not everyone, people in this room knew. Yeah. All right. That it was a gimmick. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, whatever, whatever the slang is now, Devin. I mean, whatever you guys say, like when you, when you one up your friend, what is it called? Like, what do you, what do you guys I call burned it? Burned you. I burned you. One yeah, up you. Every, I don't know what the phrase is now. The phrase changes every 15 or so years. All right. So this next one, next one's a little weird, a little weird, a little, uh, yeah, actually it is kind of weird, right? So what's going on, D-back? Uh, Sony to produce more PlayStation Fords, uh, PlayStation Four. 4s amidst PlayStation 5 shortage reports. Okay. So Sony, hold on, hold on, Sarge. Sony will ramp up production on the PlayStation 4 console in response to the ongoing PlayStation 5 shortage, according to Bloomberg. Okay. The new console has been in short supply in no small due part to the, the semiconductors and also the hot demand of smartphones, cars, and more. Now, per Bloomberg, Sony has been planning to discontinue assembly of the PlayStation 4 at the end of 2021. But these chip shortages led to the reconsidered the company had publicly stated it would stop producing PlayStation 4s and spokesperson told Bloomberg that it hadn't planned to do so either. Uh, in any event, the PlayStation 4 features simpler components and easier to manufacture and offers a lower cost alternative for customers on the PlayStation 5. Altogether, Sony reproduces about 1 million PlayStation 4s this year, reports Bloomberg. I'm confused. I'm I'm in the market for a PlayStation 5, and Sony's like, I got you. Here's a PlayStation 4, and you're like, uh, I'm, I'm looking for a PlayStation 5. We got you. Here's some more PlayStation 4s. You're like, I don't want a PlayStation 4. I already own a PlayStation 4. I mean, 4. Are, are we not committed to the new generation? I thought that was it. Like, we're committed to the new generation now. So you guys are making more PS4s in case the one out of the 26 million people who already have a PlayStation 4 didn't get one yet right <clears throat> yeah I, I don't know it's it's it, it seems weird to me that you would waste resources and factory space on making a last gen system when you know everybody wants the new system so obviously the chipset in the new one is different than the old one because they can't they can still make the old one without a problem right right it's a specific chipset right so well, it just it just seems weird to me like now now i always buy a system at the end I always buy a system at the end. I wait like a year after they stop making it and I go to a store wherever whoever has it for like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is, and I buy the old system, I throw it in the closet. I, I always get I, I always have, get an old system. I always I, get the I have last a question. gen system, like a brand new older gen system at the end of its life cycle. Just I, to have it. I have a question for chat, okay? In in chat right now. If you own a PlayStation 4, put a 1 in chat. And and if you don't own a PlayStation One, put a two. Okay. Okay. If you, if you own a PlayStation Four, put a one in chat. If you don't own a PlayStation Four, put a two. Okay. I just want to see what what the what the like. I it doesn't make any sense to me. They're like, hey, we can't we can't af we can't get PlayStation Fives out there, so we're gonna give play more PlayStation Fours, and we're like, um, 
Zero. God. Devin, Devin doesn't understand this question either. Got to help him out. <laughs> One or two. Devin puts a zero. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, two. I have a PlayStation Five, right? But you're you're not you're not getting a PlayStation Four, is what I'm saying, right? Like you don't. You're not gonna you get a PlayStation. Need, you don't need to. You don't need to, right? Yeah, it's just it's just funny. I guess Devin, you would buy a PlayStation Four if you wanted one. You would you would buy one because you you don't well, own maybe, them. No, maybe he's a Nintendo guy. We don't know. Well, that's true. Maybe he doesn't want to yeah. buy it at all. Maybe he's a Nintendo yeah. guy. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's a PC and Nintendo guy. <clears throat> Possible. I mean, I again, I I like owning multiple systems. I I'm I'm a gamer, so it doesn't matter what system it's on. Oh I, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I I buy it, but I'm not going to buy another <laughs> PlayStation Four. Because I can't get my hands on a PlayStation 5. It just seems... You would think that it... There's an abundance of PlayStation 4s out there right now. So if, peop I mean, if people are not buying... I mean, 20 million. Yeah. So if people are not going out and buying them now, why would they make another million? I mean, apparently the sales haven't, haven't tapered off that much. Apparently people are still buying PS4s because they can't buy a PS5. Well, you can get, the, I mean, you can get that uh, PlayStation 4 and get both games. Uh, Devin, you don't need to get a PlayStation 5. I mean, obviously, it'll look prettier. But I play on the 4, and it looked phenomenal. It looked phenomenal. I played both of them on the 4. So, a little weird. But, uh, yeah, that's the uh, the next story. Next story is top-selling PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 play, uh, stores downloads of 2021, Sarge. Uh, I'll start at number 10. This is for PlayStation 4 now. Digital downloads on PlayStation downloads, okay? At number 10 is Mortal Kombat 11. At number 9, we have MLB The Show 21. At number 8, we have Red Dead Redemption 2. At number 7... Oh, come on, come on. Grand Theft Auto's there. Num at number 7, we have N NBA 2K21. At number 6, we have Madden NFL 22. At number 5, we have Call of Duty Vanguard. At number 4, we have NBA 2K22. At number three, we have Minecraft. At number two, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And at number one, we have Grand Theft Auto V on the PlayStation oh. 4. Okay. Okay. Now, PlayStation 5, at number 10, we have Far Cry 6. At number nine, we have Resident Evil Village. At number eight, we have MLB The Show 21. At number seven, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. At number six, we have Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. At number five, we have Battlefield 2042. At number four, we have Madden NFL 22. At number three, we have Spider-Man Miles Morales. At number two, we have Call of Duty Vanguard. And number one is NBA 2K22 on the PlayStation 5. The reason Grand Theft Auto is on there, not on there, Sarge, is because they haven't made it yet for the next-gen systems yet. That's correct. Yeah, that's that's the reason. So those are the those are the top uh, downloaded games on the PlayStation. I, I gotta say, I think Grand Theft Auto Five seems the next Skyrim. I mean, I think it is the next Skyrim. It is. Well, the it's next getting Skyrim. close. It's getting close. Well, it's not uh, as many years, but it's made it across it's not, just it's as not, many systems. Right. Right. It started on the the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation Three. Right. Moved over to four. Right. Then uh, moved over to five. Right. So. It's, it's come a long way. This next story, I find a little, a little strange. Okay, so Riot, 
riot employees, okay, riot employees will uh, riot will pay employees twenty five percent of their salary to quit if they aren't convinced by the new direction of the company. Okay, they'll pay twenty five percent of their salary if they're not convinced that they're changing their ways. Now, Riot Games will pay the employees 25% of their annual salary if they quit now, where acceptable employees who accept to offer and receive three months of subsidized health benefits and won't forfeit upcoming bonuses. Yes, Sarge, go ahead. What? Yeah, yeah. The Just wait a minute. This, is this a real article? This, this is a real, real article. This is exactly a real thing that <clears throat> Riot's doing. Riot is going to give employees 25% of their salary if they quit. to leave. Yeah, who quit. To leave if you don't believe in the direction that they're headed. Okay, first question, what direction are they headed? And how much how much stupid money well, do you have sitting around that's going to let someone walk away with a quarter of their salary because you don't believe in the company anymore? Well, I, I think here's the, here's what I'm, I'm looking at, right? I'm looking at this as a... As a because there has been reports of Riot Games, you know, you know, not being very nice or whatever. And this is a this is a this is an out for those people. They're like, you don't like the company, you don't like what we're doing here. And there's the door. Here's twenty five percent of your salary. Okay. So once Who has those that stupid money when once those people leave, okay, once those people leave, they know the people that are there are there. Like they don't care if they have to work overtime or crunch time or anything else, right? They know they're loyal, and they know they're willing to do what it takes to make the game good, right? I don't. That's have, that's I don't what have, I think is. I, that's what I, I think they're doing. I don't have the context or the other half of this story. I don't. I don't. There's something missing here. There's something missing here. It, what has Riot been doing recently? Did I did I oh, miss Riot. did I miss some news story? Did I miss some news stories? No, Riot's owned by. Hold on. Riot Riot Games is owned by. Okay. Yeah, it's owned by Tencent. Riot Games is owned 100% by Chinese game giant Tencent. Okay, that explains the the, the the stupid money. Yeah. That explains that explains the stupid money. Yeah. But what has been going on with what has been going on with Riot that the direction has changed and there's conflict within? Well, Riot Riot was also I don't I don't, I don't remember reading about that. No, Riot Riot had um didn't they weren't they for like game crunch and other things? Everybody's oh, talking about game no. I, I, under, I understand that. I understand that. But this is the reason I think. Yeah, the, the, the direction you're headed means you're changing what the core of the company is. Like you're changing what kind of games you make or what you're like. It it just sounds it sounds strange to me that you would give an ultimatum like that. Like you don't believe in what we're doing, which is I don't know what the what the challenge is like. What employees going there like, I don't really understand the direction we're headed and I'm unhappy. And then they go, You're unhappy. I'll give you twenty five percent to get the fuck out of here. Like, <clears throat> how does it how does it go to that? Right. How does it go to that? Well, here, let me let me continue on with the with the uh with the story here. So the team must uh buy into Riot's five year plan, which uh Laurent explains in the blog post with, with the number of perplexed statements such as our games will work together to continue listening to players. The gist of riots is restructuring, changing the compensation model, and giving employees equal uh, equity in some way. Opening new studios and working on new games, 
and other media. Riot will also require employees to return to working in the office for three days per week at some point in the future. Uh, we expect to hear more about Riot's new games this year. Just another day, uh, heard that Halo Infinite lead narrative designer Aaron uh, Linden has joined Riot, also to work on unannounced projects. One of Riot's big projects is uh, a fighting game, and it's also working on an RPG as well as collaborating on, on a more League of Legends spinoffs regarding other media. Last year's League of Legends Netflix show, Arcane, uh, was also well-received with another season in production. As far as the eventual return to office, uh, the Business Insider has been... Uh, being in the office is significantly better for creative work and requires a lot of diverse skill sets and collaborations. Employees who do or who during the pandemic move too far away from Riot offices to commit uh, will apparently be expected to relocate or take a buyout offer, uh, told Business Insider, supporting those employees while they other find a new work is part of the purpose of the program. That way, some of them were going to leave with or without a check. The buyout program for Riot employees who want to leave already exists in the more limited form. It's called a, a Q Dodge and allows recent Riot hires who are getting uh, with the job to walk away with 10% of their annual salary up to $25,000. And for January, Riot is temporarily increasing the payout to expanding into all employees, whether or not they were hired recently or not. Uh, no one should feel any pressure to stay or leave Riot, wrote uh, the head. Whatever they decide is the right decision for them. If they're excited about what's next, then we want them to stay with Riot. Now, this is exactly it. This is exactly what I was talking about, right? They know if I'm giving you $25,000 or you can take what's behind the box, sure. Sarge. Right. Right? Yeah. And the box, people are like, well, what's behind that box? It could be a boat. The rest of your money that you earn when you work, right? The the other 75% is in that box, okay? So you can take the 25% up to $25,000, okay? And you can leave. So if you're a person that's like, ah, they were mean to me. I don't like working hard. I don't like working nights and weekends. I don't like working 60-hour weeks. Those people are like, peace. I'm taking my $25,000. I'll see you later. F you, Riot. Thanks for the money. See you later, bitch, right? And they're gone. And everyone at Riot's like, all right, well, we got rid of those weak asses. So now let's get down to the brass taxes here. Who wants to make a fucking game and who wants to be who, who wants to make some money with it? Because right? they, they are doing monetization as far as investments in, in, in future games and in future uh, studios opening up. So this seems they want to get the old, they want to get the the weaklings out of the way. The snowflakes, the snowflakes the out of the way out. and the people that are there to, to work. Because, look, in the film industry, before we got there. We knew we were working 12, 15, 16, 20 hours. Before I even took the job, when I was in film school, I knew when I got to the real world, that's what I'll be working. I knew that ahead of time going in. So two years in going, oh, I got to work 15 hours again this week? Fucking A, man. These guys were assholes. No, you already knew going in what you were was expected of you for the business. So this is, I think, what Riot's doing, right? Get rid of the snowflakes but, and bring in the people that want to actually but work. But wait a minute. Smash, the, Riot Games is in the States. They're not in China. Mm -hmm. that, this is in the States. We're talking about in the States, right? Riot is based out of L.A. So if if this is what I think it is, this is basically trying to get rid of the snowflakes. Yeah, this is their headquarters is in Los Angeles. They're not in China, right? Their own, their own by Tencent. But they live in Santa Monica and West Los Angeles. Right. It, I don't know. They, this just the ultimatum sounds weird to me only because if it comes out as the ultimatum, like if the people that leave are the people that we're talking about, 
then basically crunch isn't something they're trying to get rid of. No. It's something that you have to deal with. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And I've talked about this for years because the film industry has done the exact same way. If there's a six-week schedule for a shoot, okay, and on day one, you get all your shots done, you're on time, 12-hour day, you move on, right? But if something goes wrong and you have to work 14, 16 hours, well, now you're behind. And then the next day, it adds up. It's like it's like taking a tape measure and measuring something. If you're off by a half an inch over here, you're going to be off by five feet uh, down the road, right? That's what happens. So you have to put crunch time in as you get over. And, and it could happen any day. Six-week schedule, six-month schedule, one day gets off because a guy gets sick, someone gets injured, something. It tosses off everything. So I'm assuming, and I'm talking film industry now, I'm assuming the game industry is basically the same. And I do know it's almost the same because I went to school with tons of people at Full Sail that got jobs and they work for Bethesda and they work for all these other companies and I have contacts with them, okay? And I know how the industry works, okay? And this is exactly how it works, okay? Yes, okay, you're going to have to work overtime. Yes, you're going to have crunch time. It's going to happen. Sure, do you need crunch time 365 days? No, that's just absurd. But there's going to be times where you might have to put a month in or two months in of of time because you're behind schedule and other things, right? Because Tim wasn't pulling his weight but the, or but the Susie was bitching that the coffee maker was broke, right? But the conversation has to turn because it's not that I agree a hundred percent with crunch culture and I don't like the way it's, pre I don't like the way it's, no, perceived, I don't agree with it, but right? that's what it is. But, but the conversation is two different things. Crunch is a necessary thing at the end of a development cycle to make sure that the game is ready to go by the deadline. If there, if, if the, if the backlog of work is insurmountable, then the game has to be delayed. That's how it works. But what they're saying is regardless of the game that we're making, there's always crunch and right. you have to crunch always. And so it burns people out. Now, I understand this, but if you crunch, you're getting paid overtime. It's not like you're crunching and not getting paid. So the way I see it is, it's understood that crunch is part of this work. Right. And I'm getting paid to crunch. It's not like I'm making you work and not paying you. Right. Right. So when somebody says... The workers are being hounded and they're crunched and they're burnt out and they can't function. And they, they pile this list of negativities. Meanwhile, the guy who's crunching hasn't seen his wife in two weeks also gets a huge payday because he's worked an extra yeah. 30 hours this yeah. week of overtime. Right. It's, so not, it's not like they're not getting paid for their overtime. That's correct. Right. That's correct. So if you're getting paid for the time that you spend, then I can't start waving the flag that we have to save the we have to save the employees from crunch because that's part of the gig. That's part of it. Right. Well, George, if 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 they, if they unionize, I think people think that unionization is going to like change the whole landscape of stuff, which is absurd, okay? Again, I'm talking to this from a film standpoint, okay? If there's 100 people on a film set and they only need to have 10% or 30% of the people, or I'm sorry, 3% of the of the population, then you only need three people on set that are union to cover your cover your ass. Right? Everybody else is freelance. Everybody else gets paid per day. Okay. And at the end of the day or at the end of the week, you get paid. Okay. 
that's what's going to happen in the, in the in the video game industry when they unionize. Okay, a certain percentage of people that have been with the company the longest that qualify will become union, and everybody else will be freelancers, and then they can work their way up if they work a certain amount of hours or days or certain things, and they can opt in. And once they opt in, then they have to pay the dues, right? Well, they can only have a certain amount of people union on a project. Everybody else would have to either get fired or push down to freelancer where they would pay just contractually every time. Okay. And they'll let you go and they'll call you back when the next, when the next project is it, it's going to change people's, but not the whole industry. It's going to change but, 30% of the, believe, of each business. But I don't believe that it has to be this giant polarization of unions, bad unions. Good. The purpose of a union was to stop the, the, uh, not, not abuse, but like the, I, I'm drawing blank on words. The to t to, the unions were there to stop companies from taking advantage of labor. That's what a union was there for. Unions were there because employers would do whatever they had to in order to complete the project, do the job, make the product, whatever it was. And so unions were there to say, hey, hey, wait a minute. We need some safety precautions here. This guy's walking by a chainsaw 24-7 without a helmet or no right. goggles or whatever else. Slowly. But unions started creeping in, collecting dues, and becoming political, which I also disagree with. <clears throat> so I understand both sides of it. But at the same time, video games now have been getting more and more out of control. Stuff's on a deadline. So regardless of when, how much time it takes to get it out there, it's coming out, right? And so people are getting abused labor-wise. right? And so they want unions to put some stipulations in there. So it's like a checks and balance system. I 100% understand why people dislike unions. But once again, I don't think anyone in this chat was alive during the beginnings of unions and how unions made things better before the corruption started. Right. Like it's, right. it's the same cycle. You need a little bit of checks and balances. It can't just be the employer says, well, you're going to work 75 hours. Your salary only says 40,000. Uh, your salary is 40 hours and I'm only paying you 85 grand a year, but you're going to work 80 hours a week for the next 16 weeks. Like, right. Right. Because if you're on salary, you're on salary. That's it. There's no, there's no bonuses for working overtime, whatever else you're on salary. Right. That's the other evil thing about salary in certain jobs, because if you're on salary, you're happy because you got your salary. But anytime it's one of those labor intensive jobs, yep. they can start using you for whatever they need yep. because you're on salary. Yep. I don't got to pay you anymore, which is why unions came out to begin with, which people were getting taken advantage of. So once again, I get it. But in this instance, it seems strange to give an ultimatum to try to clear it. Basically, it seems like you're trying to clear out the snowflakes. That's what that looks like to me. All right. So from, from Smashville Viking uh, gave us a super chat, $5 super chat. My point is that China or Chinese-based businesses owns Riot. Regardless of America laws, there's nothing that Riot can do. They messed up. What do you mean by that, though? They, they're China owns the company, but they still they're the corporate office is in America, so they have to follow, follow the rules here. Follow America rules, regardless if who owns them, right? Hence why companies lift up their whole business and move it to other places so they don't have to pay taxes and stuff, right? Exactly. Right. That's why, I, I forget who it is, who's got the little basement apartment in the Netherlands or like someplace in like Ireland or some shit? Like, 
some like right. bedroom right it's in the basement like the company's in the basement of that yeah sure you are yeah it's it's where the physical location is uh it, it's not like an embassy where all of a sudden that that piece of land is in china no and they have china law there no it's it's america right so america right there they they're they have to follow the rules here even though a chinese-based company owns them i i think it's i think it's interesting that riot would would put out such a press release of that magnitude because it does seem without without asking any more deeper questions it does seem like that's pretty much saying we want to get the we want to get the wet bags out of here like the, right. the, the the guys that are holding us down with all the complaining we want to get those people out yeah that's what that's what it feels like that's what it is yeah that's, that's what, what it, feels it seems like. like to me hey look are you ready to play ball right yeah right. look uh tim you're you're a pussy you you here's twenty five thousand dollars see you later bud have good have a good life we appreciate you for coming in, but you, you're we don't want you here because you're going to complain that we we worked sixty hours one week uh, in a, in a blog post somewhere down the line, right? So now they're 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 giving benefits to to future endeavors for the people that are staying, right? They're they're investing in their employees, right? Because you, you playing ball, Sarge. You gonna you gonna play ball? I, I right? mean, I mean. But what is it? But, but what does it say when you approach it that way? How like it, it's not blatant? No. Well, they're what not going to come out and say this, right? They're but, not going to come but, out and say, "Yeah, we're doing this to get rid of the pussies." Okay, but <laughs> right? okay, but but the other half of it is you say they're giving they're giving uh, incentives. Yeah, so, it says it says right here. It let me. But let me... see that, but that doesn't sound good at all either, because to me. If I tell the staff that the more NFTs we they're put they're giving in, them equity, and the more and the more microtransactions we put in, we'll give you three percent. It of says all the it says we're giving employees we equity in some Games way. Games will be full of that shit forever. Yeah, we're giving employees equity in some way, opening new studios and working on new games and other media. Meaning, if if they they invest in the company, they're going to get more equity out, right? There's going to be multimedia stuff like that. The arcane uh, thing that came on Netflix was an awesome show. I thought. Right? If they make more stuff like that and some of the devs work on that or whatever, it's sort of like Publix. Publix is a supermarket here in the in the South, right? And the employees that work there, they get stocks, right? They work there and they get stocks. You can't own stocks unless you're you're them. So the, the, the employees own the company, okay? That's, that's why they, they take responsibility of their jobs. That's why they work. And they make sure the the aisles are clean and the things are stocked and they're very hospitable to people because they're investing themselves into the business and the business is investing into them, right? That's the smart way to run a business. That's correct. Give equity to the employees because then they feel they're being listened to and part of the uh, part of the company. That's what it sounds like. Riot they're, or they're, Tencent they're trying to start is trying to start something like that, right? So. But, but but it still is like it still says you want to get rid of the weak people. That's what that is. <clears throat> right. Right. So we'll we'll see. Uh, next story is uh, Crimson Crimson uh, Crimson Desert. Right. They have uh, what's what's the one that's out now? Black Desert Online. This is the same company, but it's called Crimson Desert. So this is uh, gameplay of this. Okay. This is some footage here. Um, 
people are going to say it looks like Assassin's Creed or, or something like that because of, of what it is. But obviously, I'm, I don't think I'm... Am I watching this? And you're not going to see it. It's in the 1080p. I, I, yeah, so you go look it on your, on your 4K display or whatever. It looks pretty good, right? <clears throat> so this is what it looks like. Now, this is the uh, one of the... Uh, games i was interested in at e3 when they showed it i was like oh this looks pretty interesting right i mean look at the landscapes and stuff it looks it looks absolutely beautiful uh let me fast forward you got snowstorms and rain and and whatnot you can actually see the snow building up on the ground uh as it snows and stuff which is pretty cool right like they're getting more and more realistic when it comes to to um to games and the engines that they're using i we got really nothing to say about the game itself we know nothing really about it but this is just a to show you guys what Crimson Desert is looking like. Um, you see the leaves moving on the ground as he's walking, the engine that they're using. I think they're using Unreal Engine 5, if I'm not mistaken. That's awesome, but how does it play? We, no, nobody knows yet, uh, George. Right, nobody knows. Yeah. I'm just looking at the, the, the stuff as far as the graphics and, and what the technology they're using inside the actual game. So... Looks pretty cool. You can see him as he's walking over the rocks and, and you see the, the leaves blowing off the trees from the wind. Right? Pretty cool. So nothing nothing uh nothing big, but that's the what uh, mean nothing big. That's big. Well no, what I'm saying nothing big is like there's no substance there, just showing you what, what the game is. Uh there's no like is actual it, is it is it an action RPG? Um, you know what? I don't know. Let me let me look it up real fast. You got a you got a uh, super chat from Smash again. Another one? All right, give me one second. Crimson Desert. Uh, Crimson Desert is an upcoming open world action adventure action role playing game developed and published by Pearl Abyss. It's coming out for PlayStation Four, Xbox Series X, S, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation Five, and Xbox One. Uh, five dollars super chat. Thank you very much, uh, Viking. Uh, China doesn't have to follow our laws. They own the company. That's the the lime saying. That's the lime saying that they own the house, but you don't. Uh, no, uh, no one is going to go after ten cent. I, I, I still, I'm still lost on what you're saying. And you don't have to tip another five dollars to to explain uh, what we're what we're talking about, right? It it doesn't matter where the company that owns the company is. They have to follow the rules of where the company is located. Okay. Like, the building's here, so there's labor laws of stuff here in L.A. They're paying taxes in L.A. They have to follow the laws of, of, of the district, the area, the, the, the United States. Tencent doesn't have to follow the rules of their main office over in China, but the subsidiary, okay, because Riot is a subsidiary of Tencent, Riot is still owned by Tencent, but Riot lives in LA. So they have to follow the laws of America. That's how business works. If I own a business in the, the, the islands, and then I own a business in Europe, and then I own a business in the States, I have to follow each separately based on the laws that are given to me from each of those locations. <clears throat> That's how it works. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. That's how it works. 
I, I just think there's a lot of a lot of people out there that, regardless if you take the twenty five percent and run, you're going to get a job someplace else. I mean, there's a lot of gaming companies out there. The people they need people. Everyone's looking for people, especially now that everyone's trying to retool and get their departments in order because of this uh, sickness going around. So right. they want to get back to normal, so they want to get their teams put together. <clears throat> Next story. Xbox Phil Spencer calls for a cross-platform ban program. Okay, Xbox Phil Spencer has revealed that Microsoft would like to help get rid of bad actors in the online gaming landscape by creating a multi-network program where whereby bans that apply to Xbox, for example, might also carry over to networks from other companies. Speaking to the New York Times, Spencer acknowledged that the that this would be a hard one to achieve, but it's also something he hopes to see someday. Something I would like to uh, something I would love to us to be able to do is to hard one of the industries is when somebody gets banned in one of the networks. Uh, is there is a way for us to ban them across all other networks? He said. Now that would this just be not, like an IP. This ban, is not good, right? No, no, this is not good. Now, alternatively, good. Spencer said this would be embraced as a system that allows players to bring their banned user list to them to another platform. And I would love to be able to bring them to our networks where I where where I play. So this is a group of people that would choose not to play with because I don't want to have to recreate that in every platform that I play on video games on. He said. Also in the interview, Spencer spoke about Microsoft using AI on the Xbox to monitor the set, uh, the sentiment of controversy, uh, detect when con conversations is getting a little destructive point where they also report a user uh, button to the Xbox UI to report bad behavior. Activision Call of Duty games have a multi-platform ban strategy. Players find uh, found uh, to be cheating are taking part of all other bad behavior, have their Activision account banned across the platforms, uh, even those that we're playing on. Okay, so there you go, Sarge. What do you think about this? I don't think it's good at all. I, don't, I think the whole thing. Uh, but let's 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 give a good example. <clears throat> let's say there's just some asshole that he gets on he 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 gets on multiplayer games two or three times a month because he works hard, hates his life, hates his wife, <clears throat> just hates right. his kids, he just wants to get he's out. angry. Yeah, right. He gets online and he just starts trolling people. Right. So let's say he's found out he's cheating or whatever else, and then he's banned. And now he gets banned from not only Xbox, but PlayStation and Nintendo as well. All right. First of all, what that what that what that sounds you're, like you're, to me, you're going deep. So you're gonna get the guy that loses his no, mind. No, 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 no. He's not losing his mind. What that sounds like to me is a credit score, is what it sounds like to me. A social credit score. Because if I'm if I cause a problem inside of a video game, then I'm just causing a problem inside of a video game. What what they're talking about is they want to ban you from everything. Right. Because you decided to be an asshole on PlayStation because you were bored one night. Now, now you're banned on everything. Right? That, Not to mention the fact is what happens if someone hacks your account and gets to be a complete dick and now you're banned from everything and you didn't do anything? Right. right or or you get a group of people that just mass report you and then you get banned for doing absolutely nothing right it, it just they're doing that right that, now that's, that's they're doing that right now in well. new world in new world they're doing this right they 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 falsify someone doing something wrong to get them out of the game so they can take over territory right that's just right. on a smaller scale and, and that was on the smallest scale yeah. possible i got you banned from the game temporarily so i could take over property inside the game so my team could win so what happens if I could do that and now you're banned from everything? Like, right, right. 
no, no. First of all, let's 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 scale back. Okay, how about we just get an actual anti-cheat software to actually work, like it did in the old days, like on PC when they had an anti-cheat software. Anytime someone did anything out of the ordinary, it just booted you. It, it didn't cause a, a calamity of people to fall out of the game. It was just you're done, right? The code's the the code's not responding well for whatever you're doing to it. Something's changed. You're done, right? Right, right. Nowadays, it's this amalgamation <clears throat> of 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 a bunch of people doing hundreds of things, and they're like, "Well, we just can't keep track of everything." Like we don't we don't know how to we don't know how to maintain a, a proper uh a protection for gamers. We just don't know how to do it. And I'm thinking to myself, um, I, I don't know if that's true, right? You guys have been working on anti-cheat software now as long as video games have been multiplayer, right? As long as multiplayer games have been out, they've been working on uh, anti-cheat software. I remember in 2000, was it two or three when Battlefield 42 came out? It had any, when you played online. It had anti. You had a, you had anti. You had to download the anti cheat thing, otherwise yep. you couldn't play online. Yep. Period. Yep. So I I find it humorous that everyone pleads the fifth and everyone points fingers in every other direction. We're like, well, we we tried. We just can't do it. It's his fault. It's their fault. The server fault. Like it's everybody's fault. Nobody can put an anti cheat in. Right. Right. Meanwhile, anti cheat is rampant, and you want to have esports. Doesn't that go against what you're trying to do? Like, if you want to have, if you if you guys actually want to have esports and you want to make money on video games in that way, you have to have anti cheat. There's there's no way around you starting that kind of thing unless you have anti cheat. Right. Well, th this uh, Craig says something up uh, up above. He said, uh, you know. Plus, we know that people in positions of power like to ban people for minor comments, right? Now, my buddy, okay, Sano to Rage, got banned from Destiny because someone had a grudge against him, right? So that's that's stuff like that could happen. And imagine that he couldn't play Destiny or any game across the platforms. If Xbox bans you, then PlayStation bans you, then that would be absurd absurd and, and people would lose their lose their shit uh have, i mean go ahead no no he somebody else said that i think he's talking about like banned from like playing with others like but it's not the same thing if i can't play the game i can't play the game right 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 and if, and if i can't play the game on playstation are they talking about account wide are they talking about game they, they would they, they would be talking about like game <clears throat> unless you had too many offenses and i guess you could be account wide but if you're for instance call of duty does this now right if you if you screw up and they ban you they can ban you across all all your your activision account so your activision account you have to start a new activision account basically right to to play uh super chat from buckalorian for four ninety nine, he didn't write a message. Uh, Buck, if you want to put a message in, I'll I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it in, in chat. I saw you. I saw you put that you didn't put a message. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it does it doesn't that sound a little intrusive? That you're you're trying to play, like the parent of the person trying to have fun online. Like, wasn't it about the actual community? identifying <clears throat> assholes and labeling them 
and that that way you could personally block them from playing in your sessions instead of instead of having it where somebody decides oh well sarge mccluskey's a troublemaker it's time to get him off the platform here like here's what the, here's the perfect way you can do this ready so in in call of duty when you get killed you end up in another another room and then you have to go against the other guy and then if you win that you get to go back into the into the game right so what about if you get banned think of a battle royale you get banned and everyone that was yeah. banned goes into one room and all the guys that were shit talkers and assholes and everything let, are let all them, in let one them room. All hang out together? They all hang out together, okay? And the person that to, and the person that wins, the person that wins did their time and they get to come back to play the regular game, right? They get to come back to the to normal world. <laughs> it just sounds like that's that's the real battle royale, okay? It's supposed to be it's supposed to be one of these things where a bannable offense is taken upon by the community of the gamers who are playing. So if you're playing in a game and you realize that Superstar 95 is a cheater, Fuck and then your, your friend your friend plays Superstar 95, then it should be like on the individual, you're like, okay, Superstar 95, add Dane to my list. He will no longer be able to join my games. So if I'm if I'm starting games, he, he cannot come into my game. That's completely fine. Right. I 100% agree with that. But the way Phil is talking, Phil wants to be like, the moral police, like Phil wants to say, well, well, he's a bad apple. That means he has to take his legs. Like <laughs> you can't, you can't just, you can't just blanket the guy and that's, it's over. You right. know, some people, maybe some people drink too much. Maybe some people are medication. Maybe some people have people who are sick in their family and they're just angry and they're online and angry. It's not, they don't do it intentionally. Maybe they are dicks. I don't know, but it, to be to a bannable offense that bans you cross platforms, right? The one thing that's keeping you held together because you're shitting on other people online that makes you happy. All of a sudden, old Papa Phil comes out and says, "You're done. Well, you can't play anything." Why? Why, like, why can't you do like, for instance, if someone's chatting in my when I'm playing a game and they have their, their open mic and they're eating nachos and chips and their dogs barking and they're yelling and screaming in the back, I can mute them, right? I can mute them. I don't have to hear them. So if someone's being an asshole to me, why couldn't I just click on them and say, don't want to match make with them ever, right? So Yeah, that's fine. And then if, fine. If, if they if they are being assholes, then you never have to see them again because they're on your list of, I don't want to. Now, matchmaking would take terrible time at this point because then it's like, nope, this person can't play with this person and this person can't play with that person. Right, and then right, this, right, <laughs> right, right. And then all of a sudden your, your wait time would be excruciating because everybody has banned everybody personally yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and so nobody can play with anyone. And that's why matchmaking is a bitch in this. Get into yeah. games. Yeah. It's because everyone's been blackballed by at least one by, other by, person. By one other person. And so they can't get on. Right, so these hundred people can't play with anybody because this one person doesn't like this person. Right. All right, I, I want to hear Xander. Hang on, Xander's like he's not. A, it's not a band. All right, so what? What is your perception of it? It's not a band. So what is it? What? What is it to you? Or what is it you? You? You've read it, and so what do you think it is, uh, Xander? <laughs> because, because to me that even sounds worse now that we're talking about it. Because like if I don't like Smash, Smash doesn't like you. All right, but I like George. So me, you, and George get in, and then Smash wants to get in because he wants to play with George, but I don't like Smash, so he can't get in because I've I've blackballed him, right? So if at least if at least one other person has got you on a list, eventually right. you right. might not be able to do any game. 
Well, look, look, it is a band. That's what he's saying. He wants a band network. He wants a cross-platform band network. So if you get banned off something, then you get banned across the board. Okay, that would be per game, per system, right? I guess if you're if you're an asshole in Xbox party chat, then they could ban you in Xbox, and then they could tell PlayStation, hey, this guy's an asshole, and they're like, all right, he's banned over here, right? And that and that's it. Or it could be per game, like if it's Call of Duty or Destiny or Fortnite or whatever. When your I'm parents little, receive a I'm, transcript I'm, of all your crazy crap you said over the Xbox chat, now that would be awesome. That would be amazing. All of a sudden, you get a printout, you get a text, and they're like, uh, son, come here. Did you say eat shit and die, and I'm going to take a crap down your dog's neck? And then what, is, what does that mean? What does that mean exactly, son? Right. Imagine imagine if, if people recorded it, sent it to Microsoft, or whoever's watching the servers at Microsoft or Xbox, and people copy all the, all the, the text, send it to Microsoft, and they go, okay. Then they 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 actually go, and this is really intrusive. They find the number for your parents, and they send you a file to your parents of all the shit you said to everybody. Right, right, right. And never mind, get banned. First, you get whooped, and then they, your parents sell your Xbox. That seems a bit. That seems a bit much, right. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So one thing of Phil to the next thing of Phil. Xbox Phil Spencer comments on his relationship with Activision Blizzard. Okay, in 2021, it was not so good year for Activision Blizzard. Obviously, we all know that. Spencer spoke about the ongoing Activision Blizzard situation as part of a larger interview with the New York Times via Pure Xbox. The interview largely focuses on how Spencer feels that the online interaction planned as part of the Facebook metaverse has already been pushed forward in the gaming space and includes the innovation of online interaction, world building, and representation in the form of digital avatars, which is likely uh, a commonplace in Mark Zuckerberg's new online world. Uh, when asked if Xbox relationship with Activision Blizzard, Spencer reiterated how he was saddened by the uh, sickened, uh, saddened and sickened by alleged toxicity inside the company. He said the alleged forces of Xbox to change aspects of it is working relationship with Activision Blizzard, though he did not go into detail about what said changes were. Spencer added, while these uh, will remain in private exclusive of Activision, uh, we were made aware of these changes and appeared to be going along with Xbox decisions. Uh, Spencer went on to say to clarify that Xbox was not a virtue shaming uh, Activision with the changes acknowledging Xbox own spotty history. He did not go into detail about said in, uh, said was important for the employees to feel safe and feel like they were uh, can report and talk about what's happening. Spencer then goes on to say instead of simply punishing companies for toxic workplace, it was on Xbox using it in place within the partnership and to have impact on the partnership company's workplace culture. So basically... Uh, they're changing their ways and we're not really punishing them, but we're, we're keeping an eye on them basically is what he's saying. Right? Because look, you don't want to just cut off one of the largest companies that makes video games for your platform. Right? I mean, let's be honest. Well, that depends how much revenue are they getting but from that's, them? That, that's exactly right though. Right? How much is overwatch two going to bring in? Right? How much is Diablo uh, four going to bring in? Okay, so well, they don't want to tell you, oh, we're cutting them off. and we're, it's, yeah, it's a... But let's be clear. Let's be clear. A business, the business point is to grow and make more money. That's the fundamental of what a business is, to grow and make more money. So if I'm on one platform and over the years, we realize that maybe about 20, 25 million people will own the console before it goes away. So that's basically our market, about 25 million people. So we know 
that certain people only play certain genres of games. So when we release a game, maybe we get a quarter of it. Maybe we get a half of it, <clears throat> right? So maybe you get like 8 million people, right? So if we know that if we sell this game, we're going to sell 8 million copies roughly, right? then the only way we can grow is I have to find another market. So if I make it for another system, then whatever their whatever their market is, I'll maybe get 20% or 25% of that market. So we're going to do better. So when they start saying they want exclusivity, there has to be some kind of accounting nut job in a room somewhere crunching numbers, crunching the right way, by the way, right, right. crunching numbers <laughs> to where they're trying to figure out that if we don't, if we don't sell to another party and we make people have to come and buy our system in order to play <laughs> this particular game, Will that make us more money in the long run? Because now they'll have to buy the actual system. And in the long run, they'll buy other games because of it. Right. Like that's an actual thing, right? In my mind, I would think you would want to be on as many platforms as possible because you want to capture as much money as possible. Right. I personally don't think that you're really going to sway all these people. And when I say all these people, the significant number that they believe that there's a bunch of people out there who own every system. Right. Like, I don't think there's a large number of people who own every system. I'm sure the number is fairly big in comparison to all people playing video games, and I'm not talking about adults who play uh, cell phone games. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actual people who go out and build computers and buy consoles, gamers. I'm sure the number is big, but not that big. Not that big, right. So saying to yourself that you want a closed system for a particular game, I completely understand because you want to hold a certain number of games around you, like maybe like four or five that are only on your system. That like, that's us. Yeah, but that like we made these games, it's us. So if anybody wants to play those games, they got to get that system. That part I get. But to start dividing up and saying, oh, uh, now we're deciding, now we're deciding we want it to be our game only. Well, like, you're, I don't you're, you're, talk, that. you're talking about a completely different thing right now. You're well, what I'm talking about is Activision's partnership with with Xbox, right? They're they're not making a hard stand of we're not supporting them or they're not coming on the platform anymore. They're they're like, eh, we're still open to uh, working with them in the future, right? Because they, they want to make sure that obviously it's a it's a huge company and their games yes. are going to make them a shit ton of money. So yes. Phil Spencer doesn't want to say, eh, well, we're not supporting them because of their of their of their actions that they've done right right so does the guy who plays drink other to the desks with the female employees is he the deciding factor whether i'm gonna move 150 million dollar right. game right. over to my system or not right am i worried about am i worried about todd playing hoochie coochie under the desk three times a month is he the deciding factor of a 150 right. million dollar game making us money i don't i i don't think it is i'm gonna be honest if if you Follow Business 101. The idea is they want to make as much money as I can. I've, I, I'll fire that guy before I don't take the business. Right. And I, and I think Phil's... Um, I'm not sure if PlayStation's taking a harder stance, um, but Phil's keeping it open, right? That's what it sounds like. Um, next story. Next story. The new KOTOR remake will have action combat like Final Fantasy 15 or Nero. Um, I didn't play Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I, I know. Did. I know you did. You played a lot of it. Yes. So, what do you what do you think if they bring back uh, Knights of the Old Republic and they're doing the combat system like Final Fantasy fifteen? Is that a good thing, Sarge, or a bad thing? It it 
changes the game in essence kotor is a game where it's not exactly turn-based but when combat starts it is in in the sense where i pause and i tell my guys what to do and then i unpause and then it becomes <clears throat> real time but then if something's going on i need to make an adjustment i can pause make some adjustments and then let the game go again in final fantasy 15 the game is like an action rpg it's just open and fluid right like guys appear they might be there or they start to appear when you get closer to the zone that they're in and so if we're remaking kotor and you're doing it that way it just makes the game i don't know it well it's gonna be different it's gonna feel different i, I mean i mean it might it, it might be jason it says it's be, good it's a good thing in his opinion it, it might be a good thing but then again maybe all the people who never played kotor to begin with have only played Knights of the Little Republic MMO, and to them, it won't make a difference. You know what I mean? Well, no, they like enough mean, people. Mean... Enough people are out there to where they've played a Star Wars game in real time. They don't know what the turn base of Kotor actually is, and it won't matter to them. Yeah, because I... if they if they do it this way, to them it's just a normal game. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with Krebsy. I'm gonna have to see it. Like, um, remember when Mass Effect from one to two completely changed the combat system? Like. Mass well, Effect it wasn't, it wasn't complete, but it did a better job. No, completely changed. They completely changed where it could be real time, like and yes. where 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 Mass Effect One wasn't right. Um, they completely changed it, and that was for the better. Like I I love Mass Effect Two. Like to me, that was like primo. That the the way the gameplay over One was much better. So if they if they change it and I, again I, I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh what Jason's saying in his opinion I think I, I agree it could be better I remember seeing what Final Fantasy was I never played it myself um but I I'm with Krebsy on this I have to see it I have to see the gameplay to see what it what it looks like I'm it's sold. a lot of uh well you had a you had presets for your guys you would set up their abilities uh you would set up the spells that they would cast and you can control anybody if you wanted, but mostly control the lead character. Uh, so it was fluid. I, I enjoyed the Final Fantasy combat. It was intuitive. Uh, it was hard at first because you have to understand how your characters actually function and when they cast certain spells. Um, I mean, it, it could be a good thing, but I, I, I'd have to see it. I'd have to see it. All right. All right, next story. Th this this doesn't make sense to me, Sarge, because I looked up their business and what they're worth. Right, but Take Two acquires Zanga for nearly thirteen billion dollars. Now, the publisher giant announced the news uh, the other day that they took a press release that Take Two spent nine point eight six dollars a share to acquire Zanga, which perhaps the most Famous for titles is like Farmville, Words with Friends, and upcoming Star Wars Hunters. Okay, they paid twelve point seven billion dollars to acquire Zanga. Okay, now I looked up, I looked up the the net worth of Take Two, and it's four billion, four billion. But yet they paid twelve point nine billion for Zanga. Okay, so who who owns? Who owns? I'm sorry. Who, it's Take Two, right? Take Two. Who owns? Who owns Take Two? Is Take Two their own their own thing, right? Yeah, Take Two. Does somebody is, else own yeah. Take Two. Um, let me see what the uh, Take Two Interactive is. Uh, 
industry founded founder headquarters uh founder is ryan bryant uh product revenue subsidiaries yeah take two is the division is 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 take two it it seems it seems zelnick i i don't i don't want to i don't want to say too much but when when a company purchases another company for three times the value of their own company it sends some red flags out. It's that's one hell of a loan, is what I will say. Like, what's what's your collateral on that loan? Right? If my company's worth four, but I want to buy something for thirteen, I mean, I mean, yeah, you could get a loan or something, but like, it just it seems a little strange for that a large amount of money to, for a company that's not worth that much. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm I'm a little confused on how a company is worth four point you know four point two billion. Can, yeah, well, you're you're worth your total. You're, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Assets and no, everything. I, I get that. Your total but, assets, yeah. But when you're when you purchase another company, though, you have to have you have to have the funds in one way or the other. So that to me says Take Two's got a shit ton of money, not on the books. Right. That that's what it says to right. me because otherwise it doesn't. Yeah, Krebsy, I I get that. If, but if they make billions each year, then that would be factored into what their net worth of Take Two would actually be. If Take Two's net worth on paper is four billion dollars, it's a little strange that they can make a purchasing on a company for thirteen billion dollars, three times what you're worth. Their, their net income, <clears throat> their net income in 2020 was 404 million. Okay. Uh, the operating cost, just to put it in perspective, was four hundred twenty-five million dollars in twenty twenty. Right, so they're operating at a loss. Right, they're operating. They're operating at a loss. Right, we know how this goes. Their revenue in twenty twenty was three point zero nine billion dollars. Right, makes sense, right? Yeah, we're we're operating at a loss, but we're making three billion dollars a year. And I can buy a company right. for thirteen billion. Thirteen billion. So you yeah. you understand you understand why there's red flags on here. Right? One you of these things is not right. like the other. Yeah, something something's off about this. Thir that's th think about this. Well, it's it's off because it, the books don't <clears throat> match, right? The books don't match. That's what I'm. That's that's yeah. the point of my me talking is. We know what Take Two is making. We've seen GTA. It's not it's not hard, but yet they're operating at a loss according to the well, books. Well, right. Okay. Well, the revenue, the revenue was three billion dollars. And yeah. so if let's just say they stay on that track, it would take them it would take them four years, five years almost to make the money back that they just spent on one asset of, of Zanga. Now, because right, usually usually when you buy a business, it's usually a five year mark. That's what happens. Right. But I hear I, 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 I want to look you're up purchasing something. a business. It's a five year mark. Um, what is the uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, net worth of okay, so the company they bought. Gator, Gator, Gator's old enough to understand what we're talking about. Hey, Gator, <clears throat> here's the question you're talking about. Take two, a company according to on the books is worth four billion dollars. Will it be with okay. assets? Uh, right, right. With assets, yeah, I mean, with total is assets. Purchasing Zanga, 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 Zanga is purchasing Zanga for thirteen billion dollars. Twelve point nine billion dollars. Yeah. So right. just to let you know, so their revenue, Zanga's revenue, was one. Well, I know Zanga's never one point nine seven billion. Okay. Yeah. A quarter. Uh, operating income is three hundred seventy million. Net income is four hundred twenty nine million. Total assets is six point two billion. Uh, total equity is two point six billion. All right. 
or 2.9 billion sorry 2.9 billion so basically all take two just did is bought a bunch of mobile companies right that's what zanga is yeah they, they're known for farmville and and uh words yeah. with friends and yeah yeah all all the all the texas holding the, the, the nickel and dime like games yeah. yeah 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 i just i i i'm just i'm just confused on how they paid that much money <clears throat> and that's the wonderful world of business yeah you're you're allowed to you're allowed to look like you're losing money on paper when we know how much money you're actually making, and then all of a sudden you can buy a company with all this money, but you're operating at a loss. Isn't it? Doesn't right. that make sense to you? Yeah. All right. We make three billion dollars a year, but my net operating costs were in the hole thirty grand. We just can't handle it. We can't. We can't, we just can't get the books to add up. Well, because because Take Two bought them now. Um, there's rumors that now Bioshock, Grand Theft Auto, uh, will become mobile games now. Yeah. Or slot machines. One of the yeah. other. Like maybe maybe they'll sub subsidize themselves to Konami and they'll make a pink chinko machine. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Disrespect accuses Activision of false advertising for Call of Duty Warzone's uh, uh, ricochet anti cheat. Okay. Uh, Warzone isn't the only entry in the Call of Duty franchise experiencing a semi never ending flow of cheaters. The Activision hasn't sat idle by it by let it happen. The publisher has successfully shut down websites of number of cheats re resellers in hopes that some creators some releasing their cheats uh, entirely. Even after the introduction of the anti-cheat system ricochet into the Warzone Vanguard at the beginning of December, Activision filed a lawsuit against Warzone cheat provider Engine Owning seeking 2500 for each violation. Unfortunately, ricochet anti-cheat seems uh, not to have a somewhat ineffective of comp of combating hackers and cheat programs to the point that the popular YouTuber Dr. Disrespect has accused Activision of false advertisement while playing Call of Duty Warzone during a live stream. Another player took out the dock with apparently little effort. After reviewing the kill cam footage, the content creator asked in disbelief, this guy's hacking, right? 100%. He then read the chat for a moment before stating, so they did lie to us about Ricochet and the false advertising, huh? Uh, Ricochet is a multifaceted anti-cheat system and target cheaters in various ways, and the software monitors an analyzing from the server side of the cheat, like behavior, tracks reports, third-party software, interacts with the war zone, and also offers enhanced investigation process, according to Activision. Ricochet has also already been extremely effective, and the company announced that 48,000 Warzone Vanguard cheaters were banned in a single day thanks to the new system. Ooh. However, Ooh. numbers like that... Uh, have been uh, toted before with other games, and yet the players saw only monetary improvements before the anti-cheat protocols were circumvented. So what do you think, Sarge? Uh, obviously, streamers get a little bent out of shape because they get stream sniped and, and whatnot, and they show... I, I looked at the clip, which I can't look anymore because it's, it's not available anymore. Um, but he he was. he was. It was a cheater that, that hit him up. So they're saying that anti-cheat works, but yet, obviously, it doesn't work because there's still cheaters in there still doing the same things but there always will be right there so, will always be so that's why they're gonna make it they're gonna make it have to be skynet has to be inside all of our games in order to make sure that no one cheats skynet's gonna be the best right they'll probably even call it skynet okay and then skynet's the best you can't play a game without skynet and then skynet's inside everything and then the drones start coming <laughs> uh Right, you're you're labeled as a cheater in the game. Skynet finds out your address from your IP address, finds out where your what your local where your local computer is, where your server is. Comes, just drops a bomb on your house, and we get rid of the cheater. It's easy. <clears throat> All right, a real another quick story. Uh, well, it's quick, but not really quick. Uh, let me see. 
Fortnite might be adding Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the, the reason I want to bring this up, this is yet another major IP that Fortnite would get a hold of and put it into the same universe as Fortnite, right? Where they have DC and they have like uh, Matrix, Spider-Man, Marvel. I'm waiting for Transformers to come in there. They have so many, they have so many different IPs in this one thing. Do you think, I mean, obviously it's not really about Ninja Turtles, but if Ninja Turtles come in, do you, do you feel that they're setting up more? We've talked about this in the past. Do you think there's more about the metaverse in Fortnite? Who do you think is closer to the metaverse, Sarge? Do you think Epic is closer to the metaverse, a metaverse, or do you think like Facebook or Microsoft or all these other people are? I don't know. I saw that. I saw that online VR shopping demo. Oh, of that's the person one of the, shopping. That's one of the stories. Yeah, shopping inside the Best yeah. Buy in the Walmart. Yeah, I gotta say, bro, I am so excited. Super excited to sit in my house and to walk into a virtual supermarket to buy shit and have it delivered to me, instead of just picking up the phone and saying just, I need milk, bread, and eggs. Press yeah. the button. Instead, I'm gonna wear a helmet and walk around a store because I'm going to go shopping in a fucking VR world. You understand that guys don't like to shop, right? Yeah. So why the fuck would I put a VR goggles on to go shopping? Why right? Why wouldn't I just go to Amazon why? and click three buttons and go click, 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 and then be done? Why do I want to put my headset on, why, what, walk what into the, a virtual what shop? What the fuck are they talking about? The metaverse is going to be the next thing. What is easier than me picking up my phone and going, hey, Amazon, I need milk, bread, and eggs. Same address. Send done and it just comes to my house i'm gonna put a fucking vr set on is everybody losing their mind what is happening to the average iq of people doing these things what is what is wrong with people what is wrong with people please somebody well here i got i got two stories that add on to this so please. so do you think epic's closer to the metaverse than than other other companies with, all the, I don't with all the IPs that they have? I've, we've, we've had this conversation in the past. What I don't understand is how, how did Epic acquire the rights to put all these different copyrighted characters all in, in together one world, in, one world. in the same game, <clears throat> Yeah. right? Even if it's just a, a, a slice of it, of whatever kind of lawsuit or whatever is happening here, how is it possible that they're the only people that are able to pull these characters from across many genres of games, everything, and put them all in one game. Right? How legally? And because and there's, there's other right, there's they, other companies that do it with with mods and stuff to bring in characters. These guys are doing it legally. Right? It it it's a little it's a little concerning. I I feel that like they're, they're, that they're the only ones able to do this. Like we've talked in the past like how come you guys don't put a bunch of guys together and have them fight besides a fighting game? Yeah. Right? Besides the fighting games that we've seen the past like Marvel versus DC that kind of stuff. But what is it about Epic? What what is it? How much money are they throwing they at have, the companies who be, own the character? They got to be throwing masses of loads of cash right it has to be it has to be that way i don't know if it's as much as uh take two's throwing at zanga for for 12.9 billion dollars but they're they're up there they got to be throwing some money i mean like we want the rights to use your character okay uh 16 million and epic goes okay how long do we get them for right right like what five years six years before the characters rotated out or something like how how does that work? 
How are, and how are they all? They are the only ones. The only ones. Yeah, nobody else. Nobody else can. Uh... Nobody else can put all those people together. I got Deadpool versus Megatron versus Ninja Turtle <laughs> right, versus right. the Mandalorian in a battle royale. Like what? I I feel Nowhere like else. I feel like the, I feel like in the next couple of years we're gonna hear an announcement from from Epic, and they're gonna tell you that they that they're doing the metaverse. They're they're doing the metaverse and. Between the Unreal Engine Five and between all this other stuff with the face recognition and all these other things that they've 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 combined for the film industry and whatnot, I just feel like they're. I I feel like they could literally take the IP and let's say they paid for Ninja Turtles and now all of a sudden a brand new Ninja Turtles show comes out and the only place you can watch it is in Fortnite. You see what I'm saying? Like one of the new shows that comes out is only virtually inside the game. And it, so it's it's like a platform more than just a battle royale. Like you're literally going there to watch a concert. You're literally going there to play certain things or see that end finale where the the the, the Millennium Falcon came in and you're and you're and, and fighting right. Like you're watching certain things just in Fortnite. So they sign a contract and all of a sudden they make a an animated series or something that's only inside of Epic because they got the they got the rights of that. I don't know. It just seems. It just seems like they're they're working on something behind the scenes, and they just keep signing these big IPs that nobody else can get. Nobody else can get. It. They're like, yeah, Epic, you got uh, Marvel and DC and uh, GI Joe and what? It's gotta be like it's gonna be like a four, like a three year contract or a five year contract with a character, right? Like we want your character, we want to use them for three years. How much? Like it's gotta be like the kind of conversation they have, right? Because you're not making a game with them. We just want your character in the game and to help promote your stuff, right? That's what they say. We're gonna put your guy in inside of our game. And it's going to help promote your stuff. That's how they look at it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> well, creature, look. I know when I say stuff, it comes true, and I'm just saying there's something there's something working behind the scenes uh, of Epic, right? They have something going on. I still believe that Epic is working on a MMO RPG. Okay, I I believe that. I I believe the structure of the Save the World and what Battle Royale is. They can make it one giant game and 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 work it. They're working on something. They're working on something. I just want a Transformer game. I know we talked about this I want, last week. I, I want I want a really good Transformer game, and it's I don't believe it's hard. Sarge, I know you're a big fan of Fallout. You like to Fallout, okay? Fallout TV series coming out, okay? Fallout TV oh series going in production God. this year. Westworld creator to direct. Okay, okay. Wait a minute now. That sounds kind of good. However, it's not Bethesda now. It's it's a completely it's a different. It's no, no, a, I love Amazon Westworld. Studios. Westworld went off the rails, but I loved Westworld. Yeah, Amazon Studios fall TV series adaptation and receives the first update in over a year, and the series is now planned for the entire production sometime this year. Enter production sometime this year. Okay, we have to discuss this. This sounds this sounds important. So, if you were to make a Fallout series, do you make it like The Mandalorian? <clears throat> do you make it like The in Walking what, in, Dead? In what way? Do you make it well? What I mean by it is it's a lower budget, but it tells a good story because you've got good writers and you can drop the little Easter eggs in there as the series goes on to make you feel like more into Fallout. Yeah. Or, or do they try to write it like an actual series, but it comes across as hokey and dumb because you don't know how to write that actual universe I... into reality? You know what I mean? I like, think I think it would have be. Have you played? Have you played all the Fallout's? Right? Yeah, you played the yeah, Fallout's, right? Yeah. You understand how the game is, 
what the He's time getting, period is. I've played them all. Okay. You haven't. You haven't played Fallout 76. That's the only one I haven't played. Okay. Yeah. But if if you're trying to make Fallout into reality, my concern is without somebody who actually understands the lore of Fallout, how do you transpose the actual universe into reality and don't make it look stupid? It right? it, it would be Okay, I I picture the show being more like The Witcher on Netflix. Okay, where that would, be, that would be the good side where you would follow like one to like four characters. I don't see it happening where you're going to be bouncing back and forth like um like Game of Thrones per se, where there's big factions and stuff. Um, but that's what the game. That's what the whole universe is. No, there I, are I, giant factions. Yeah, I get that, but it all depends on what scale they want to do this in, right? Amazon Studios right. is also doing Lord of the Rings. Okay, they're also doing Lord of the Rings, which is big scale. Okay, if they do Fallout correctly, it has to be done. It has to be done very well. It can't look like a a student film. It can't look like a, a low right. budget stuff. It has to be top. And it has to have writers. It's it's got to have top notch quality. Like you can't, like you can't fuck this up. Like okay, don't listen, fuck this up. How how are you going to make me believe? Let's a quick example. How do you make me believe I'm going to watch a real person? Dressed up properly. Uh, let's let's get the costumes really good. Dressed up in Fallout fucking armor, like a power suit armor, but the guy is using a trash gun to fire trash at people to kill them. Well, like, you know a, teddy bear, like a teddy like, bear gun and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, all, it all depends. So how do you how do you make it so that they you make me believe it's real, and you take away the right? Do you, do you do you put the humor in there like Evil Dead, or do you put the humor in there as like a Walking Dead? You know what I mean? Right. Is is there? Is, it sounds difficult to me, man. It doesn't sound, it does, This does not sound like a slam dunk. You picking Fallout to do as a television do, series sounds very risky. Depending on who you have now, direction wise, the director of Westworld, I enjoy. He understands. Now, is he or she gonna go and read about Fallout, everything about it, so they know what the fuck they're talking about, or is he just gonna make Westworld? With Fallout costumes, right? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I hope they do it right, uh, because Bethesda. I, I I almost have like a bad feeling about this because it's a, it's a TV show. As long as they don't do any kind of like wokeness or po like uh, some some uh, SJW push on this, like it's a dystopian world, right? Like, like it's like they nuked it. We nuked ourselves in 2077, but we had the technology of 1950. How are you going to sell that to somebody? Right. Right. You're, okay. Once again, you're trying to make a television series, right? Demographics of television series, 24 to 54. That's their demographics, right? Most people, and I say most, okay, the demographic for Fallout is going to only be 20-somethings to 40-somethings because everyone above 40-something doesn't know what the fuck Fallout is. They right. have no idea of the universe, have no idea it's a video game. Meanwhile, you want me to watch a television show about a guy in a metal suit firing trash at somebody in a gun. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. It's not going to work. How do you how do you ground it to where everyone will want to look at it because they think it's some post-apocalyptic kind of movie? Well, this is cool. And then yeah. as they watch it, they go, hey, isn't this that video game you play? 
Like that's how it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna make it like Walking Dead type of type of stuff. Like I, I hope it's a not a six episode series like like they're doing on Disney Plus. I hope it's all, I, I, a, a big series if it if it does well. They would have to they would have to slice it so thin. It would have to be like The Mandalorian is Mike, where they show them here at a little thing. Whatever the story is about is just about this little area. We go over here a little bit. We go over here a little bit. Then the episode ends. Right. Right. You can't you can't just open up and go. Welcome to Fallout. And then to give you everything immediately, you have to actually medicine drop the well, content this, this of, is, of Fallout into the show. This is why I say that in the beginning, it needs to be like it needs to be like a walking dead, but it also needs to be like a like a Witcher. Like Witcher, there's not many well, well not, there's not a big we, cast, right? What I'm saying. Do we make it so if you're following a like... if you're following a protagonist and he's by himself in a post apocalyptic world and he doesn't know anybody else around, you know what I mean? And it's the adventures of him finding civilization and finding other things, living day by day, sort of like a walking dead type of thing, right? But there is no zombies out there, but there's other creatures and monsters that come out like the Witcher, right? So that's why I'm saying it's like a mix between the two, and they have yeah, to you balance it but well. But you don't hear, but you don't hear the Scooby Doo music one moment, and the <clears> next <throat> minute you think you're in a horror film. Like, what is the tone? Are we saying that you can walk around even though it's post-apocalyptic? Sometimes something will be bad. It's just more bad. It's like Chicago in 2021, <laughs> right, right? Right? Is is Fallout going to be like Chicago now, or is it going to be like if you're outside at night, you're dead? Like, right. Like what's what you have to pick a team here. It's fallout, right? Different areas of the country are underneath certain certain circumstances. Right. There's, there's a lot of research involved here, man. This, this could go either way. Right. It sounds great. The director sounds right. Great, right. Jason. The... <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like like an evil dead. Right. Like it, have a little humor in it. Make it like a dark comedy type of thing. Right. Like have that mix in there. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, it depends on what direction they go in. Yeah. I like right. to know. Have, have you seen that? Have you seen that? This is off topic. Have you seen that uh, American Automotive uh, show on? I think yeah. it's a Netflix or Hulu. Yes. Or whatever. Did you watch it? Yes. It's okay. It's it's not good. It it I don't. It's got its like, moments. They don't even let the jokes breathe. Yeah, there's no breathing in the in the in the com in the comedy. It's like it's like The Office, but quicker. It's like The Office, but worse. Well, well, worse. Yeah, but yeah. quicker. Like the they just keep. They keep firing stuff at you the whole time. Yeah, and nothing sticks. Nothing, nothing like is memorable. I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you what one of the episodes was. Like I don't, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's 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 weird. All right, more Breaking Bad than Westworld <clears throat> might help. Yeah, George. I okay. All right. So next story is Sony is working on a 3D scanner that would allow users to put real world items into video games. Now, that's all I'm going to go with, Sarge. I'm not going to read the article. <laughs> I'm just going to go with just the title, okay? And I see major issues here with copyright and everything else. Because look, before you say your statement, I'm going to tell you mine, right? If I take a picture with a camera, I am the copyright owner of that picture. I own that picture. And now if I put it on the internet, I can sell that picture. And if someone uses my photo without asking, I could sue them and make money off of them because they're using my photo, okay? Okay. So now Sony creates the device that I can scan in world. See, Dupless, first thing he puts in is dicks, right? That's exactly what's going to happen, okay? But you own the scanner now, and now you're going around, and the first thing people are going to do is, my dick, and they're going to they're gonna scan their dick into the video game, okay? 
and it probably won't detect it because some of them will be too small to detect, and then other ones it'll be detected, and then it'll be like, no, you can't put your dick in the in the in the game. Uh, but out of memory, right, right, right. Uh, out of memory. So, so basically, whatever you scan, if I scan my Xbox controller, okay, and now it's 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 in the game. Does the developers pay me because I just submitted a thing in there, and now they own it? Or do I own it? And if I own it, do I make money off of that because it's in the game now? Like, where's this going as far as if I'm scanning shit for you and you're not putting anything in the game now because basically if I sell a thousand of them, I have a thousand people just scanning everything in their house. And they're like, hey, look, we have a bookshelf. We have a chair. We have a cat. We have a dog, right? Like, where does it end but and if, who if owns you, it? If you, if you don't have to draw it anymore, all they do all day long is just scan shit. Yeah, yeah. And then if we're talking about the Unreal Engine 5 that Epic already talked about, Tim Sweeney said, once you create something, it makes a huge database, right? And that database can be used by anybody through the Unreal Engine. So let's just take, I know this is Sony, but who's to say that Epic doesn't do something like this and everyone's just scanning things? And then now who owns who owns the rights to the stuff being scanned? I would, right? Because it's a camera. I'm scanning it. So would it say in the world that this chair was is owned by you know 30 and still it, gaming it sounds weird it, that can get out of hand real quick well that's what i'm talking about all right what, what happens if i scan a car you, you whatever happens you can make sure that gamers won't make a dime that's right right what happens if i scan a car well then you would be sued because then if you scan your ford car and now the ford car is in the game you didn't get permission to scan the ford to put it in the game and now someone's monetizing <laughs> the ford and now you're making money off of ford right it, it, this is why it gets out of hand real quick. The, the technology is going way faster than the rules of law can uh, can can cattle them together. Like we're not. This is not held together. The foundations of technology are not strong. Like we're talking about flimsy, flimsy foundations and all this stuff that we're trying. Like we talked a couple of weeks ago. Like people are playing music. They're getting they're getting demonetized and cut off, and they want to know why it's just a song they don't understand that the song is not theirs they have to pay the artist that wrote the song right so same type of stuff right so now we're gonna have people scanning in objects claiming it to be theirs somebody else is gonna say no it's mine i scanned it in on this date it's my it's my item and then on top of that on on top of that layer cake then you want to sprinkle on some NFTs on top of that. So now right. I can scan stuff in, right. then NFTs. make it an NFT, yeah. and then try to sell that shit. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, it's, 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 it sounds like the recipe for a nightmare is it, what this sounds like. It's, it's, it, sounds, it sounds like a disaster. It, 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 it sounds like a disaster that waiting to happen. There's going to be way... Talk about contracts and stuff like Fortnite with all the ips in there and now you're literally just taking ips all around your house and taking things and throwing them into a video game so they can use assets in this inside the game right yeah but does that mean that the developers aren't doing their job if, if if everybody with a scanner from sony can input stuff into a video game what are the developers doing right you pay money to buy the scanner and then work for them and get nothing out of it <clears throat> sounds like a sounds like a win all right so that's that's that here, here is the virtual. Let me mute this, Sarge. Here is the virtual Walmart. Okay, let me let me fast forward. Well, actually, I'll, we'll let it go. Oh, haven't, haven't Look, you done Sarge, this? I'm I'm pushing haven't my shopping this? cart 
here it is. I'm walking down through the thing, and there's a virtual woman telling me where I can buy beans and stuff. Look, I'm going to take my virtual hand and grab that. I'm going to look at the ingredients and just throw that in my cart. And uh, is Michael this J. Is the super I have a water, question. This is the supermarket, man. I have a question. Is that Michael J. Fox wearing the headset? Do you, do you see how much shaking's going on? They're like they're like this. I'm sorry, Michael J. Fox. I love you. I just look at the, you see. Like, why is it shaking so much? I like how when you put stuff in there, look like he got score points or something. What oh, the yeah. fuck is wrong with everybody? You just got eighteen dollars. Woo! You got eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars a bottle of wine. All right, where am I going next? Uh, I'm not actually walking, so all the stuff comes towards me. Oh man! Yeah, th this is what I was talking about. Like, what? What? Who wants to do this? <laughs> Janet Reno. Who wants to do this? <laughs> the dude's being held hostage in VR to make this video. Please tell my parents. Uh, I've, I've been stuck in this room for days. They won't let, I gotta buy milk. I, I, I don't. Of, first of all, if you yeah, want me like to I shop in a virtual, <laughs> right? If you wanna, if you want me to to shop in a virtual store, the little girl there helping me out has to be in a bikini. Okay. <laughs> optional, if you want me to shop optional DLC, yeah, optional I want, DLC. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't need her there. Yeah, I, I don't have the audio and stuff on it, but. I, I don't understand. Look, the, so, this the map so, changes. And they, this is on a level of, of retardation that makes the movie Idiocracy look like a dictionary. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, people try to, like, change how we watch TV as far as, like, changing the channel. They're like, you could just wave like this in front of your TV to change the channel. Or yell at your at TV, TV. Or yell at your TV back, back, up, up, <laughs> volume up, up, volume oh, down. Oh, all, All you this. need is a thumb. That's it. And just this. Thumb. The thumb does everything for you. Why the fuck would I need to do this when I can just go to Amazon and click on a button with my finger? I can I can literally use my dick. I can hit the, <laughs> I can hit the mouse button with my dick, okay, and, and, and order something instead of going to virtual world. I don't understand why we need this. Why do we need this? And they're selling it like we need it. They're like, you need virtual shopping carts. Why? I have a website I can go to. I, I, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, like, I guess, I guess this would be this would be really great. This dude's spending nine hundred dollars on groceries. No, no, he's getting an oil change too. Oh, is he getting an oil change? Yeah, she, okay. she constantly says in the background, this, and this is the part that makes me laugh. She is saying in the background that the oil change for your car will be ready in 10 minutes. Now, my question to you is, if the oil change for my car is ready in 10 minutes, where the fuck am I? Right? <laughs> and if, if, if I'm home, if I'm home and virtually shopping, yes. then why in 10 minutes is my car going to be ready? And if, I'm, if my car is getting an oil change at Walmart because it's one of those super centers, I'll, I'll let that slide. I'm going to let it slide that my oil change is happening at Walmart. I'm going to let that slide. But if the oil change is happening at Walmart, why am I fucking virtually shopping if I'm at the fucking Walmart? I could just walk into the goddamn store and go there. I'm there. My car is there. What What are you guys doing? No, what, somebody I got it. tell me I got it, what you're doing. I got it. You're actually in your car at the oil change place while you're virtually shopping. Like you don't even get out of the car anymore. You're in the.
But if I'm in the car with the car's gonna all take the guy just taps me on the shoulder and says, Hey buddy, your fucking oil's done. I'm the virtual girl that telling you that my oil change is done. If I'm in the goddamn car with the oil change is getting done. Yeah, but Sarge, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask when you go out. But knowing Bro, you, you know what? That, you know what? The person using no, this is no. literally wearing a mask in their house anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, no, no. The, the purpose of this is they think that we're going to be scared shitless of whatever next disease is going to come out and no one's going to leave their house and they think that this is the way we're going to handle it. Fuck you. I'm so, I'm I got so, news I, for I you so, on this. I feel on so Whoever free. invented this and the yeah. girls in the goddamn video, you guys are fucking out of your mind. I feel, You're out of your mind. I feel, I feel so free. Okay. All right. The next, the next video I'm, I'm doing, cause that, that video got me mad. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There's just no way, dude. I'm gonna give a nice but video now. Somebody explain that whole situation to me. Why would you do that? Yeah. Maybe because we're we're living in a fallout. I I don't know. And even then, I can still go to the website. I don't need but, to go to virtual world. Listen, I, I'm not freaking out. You guys have to watch that video for real. Anybody in this chat who doesn't know what we're talking about, if you watch that video all the way to the end, she says during the whole episode. Your car is getting oil changed. It'll be ready in 10 minutes. So at that point, you have so many questions. Where am I? The person. I'm, I'm, I'm shopping virtually, but my car is getting oil changed. How did, I how did my car get there? Did someone come pick up my car from my house and bring it to Walmart for an oil change? Who brings their car to Walmart for an oil change? All right. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next story. Is is Doom Demons of the Nether? Now, this is not a game. This is a fan created and impressive Minecraft uh, Minecraft map that brings enemies, weapons, and visual aesthetics from the modern Doom reboot series. Okay, it took the guy twelve hundred hours to make this. Okay, over two years. Okay, so let's 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 take a look at this. Let's 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 take a look. Okay, I won't be able to sleep tonight. This is this is video. one guy created this, and he created Doom inside of Minecraft. Because uh, he's got nothing but time. He, he he made the levels. He made the game inside of Minecraft. <clears throat> People have way too much time. On now I wonder hands. if he complained about crunch time. I wonder if he complained about it. Okay, but, but let's let's review. This is one dude. Did he make all the levels of Doom? He made the whole game. Okay, so one guy, one guy made the entire level of Doom in how long? Three years? Two years, 1,200 hours. Two years, 1,200 hours. But we can't get a team of 300 people to give me silky smooth gunplay. <laughs> right? One guy can do all this, yep. but I can't get I can't get silky smooth gunplay. Nope. I just can't, can't get it. You can't get silky smooth gunplay. Nope. <clears throat> Real quick, uh, barrier, <laughs> barrier says <laughs> he says he says you got the oil change. You got <laughs> you got the VR oil change on the Ford you scanned into PlayStation Five ten minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does anyone else not see the chaos involved in that? Like barrier, there's no way that cannot be the world. It's over. It's over. Oh man. This guy made Doom by himself. Right, George? You want this guy in your crunch team. You you want this guy who created Minecraft by himself for 1,200 hours over two yeah. years. I'm, as a matter of fact, to, to be on your, sure on your team. Everybody put the link, put the link in, in Discord and make sure everybody, everybody shares 
that dude, okay, what he did to as many people as possible because that dude right there needs a job, okay? He's been doing that for three years on his own someplace. That dude needs a job. We need to get that guy hired to a gaming company. Maybe he doesn't want a job. No, I know. You want to make up Dune levels for yourself. Maybe maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't want a job. Maybe he is uh here, I'll put it in the YouTube chat. There's the uh the game rant article with the video there. Um maybe he doesn't want it. Maybe he doesn't like working with people. Who knows? Right? That guy I mean, can make a tornado in Fortnite during himself. a lunch break. He made it That's by right. himself, dude. That's right. Do do you know how what it takes to eyeball a level and to transpose it <clears throat> transpose it to fucking Minecraft blocks? Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a dude teaching rats to play Doom, and he's thinking about streaming it. I mean, I'll watch that. Sign me up, Barrier. <laughs> I'll watch. I'll watch that. Game Pass. Just sign yeah, me up. Yeah. All right. The last story today is uh, is Discord is letting creators monetize their communities with subscription based memberships. Okay. Discord is a, uh, or on Tuesday. Discord announced that it was launching a test run of a brand new feature, which will allow creators to run a service. Excuse me on the platform to charge a monthly subscription to access the creator's channel. Now, creators who run a service Discord can change or can charge anywhere between $2.99 and $100 per month for premium content, which is access to special channels within the server that are locked for non-paying non memberships of the community. Okay, as an owner of the community, you can name the tiers in which they appear besides the community member, username, and also choose their tier levels and membership unlocks which premium channels on your server. The new feature is not available yet for every creator, but while anyone can subscribe to the Discord server membership, the feature of the creator side is currently only available for communities that our companies has chosen to test. I, I'm, um, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. I like Discord a lot. I do. Okay. Like if I could centralize, instead of streaming on YouTube and Twitch and this place and that place, like more places are better. But if you could really focus in on your community, right, and where you could do free stuff and then you could paid membership to open up stuff, the way that Discord is operating now and the way you can uh, access certain things is really cool considering, let's say you're a, a f subscriber on my YouTube channel, right? You're a free person. You come into my Discord the free level gets you a certain access to certain things, and then the two ninety nine gets you access to certain things, and then the the hundred dollars gets you certain. But it's in one one platform. You don't have to like link this account to that account and this to this account. So it, it's not really OnlyFans, Milky. Like for a business, it makes sense if you have the fan base, right? If you're a, if you're a big time streamer, like I was at one point, I was thinking about just streaming on Discord, just on Discord. But then I would have to I would I would have to 100% try to market myself on Twitter or YouTube. So but my live streams would just be behind the one thing and then I can make certain shows. So think about this, right? Sarge, where if I want to be on YouTube, you could be a member and then the access is there and I can make it sub only chat or whatever. But in Discord, I can literally make it where it's super honed in on the person that wants to support me okay if a person just wants to come in free you get my 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 daily show every day 
But if you want more than that, and then you pay two ninety nine, okay, that gets you part of like I do the daily grind. I do the Endgame podcast. I do the Boba Fett podcast. I do the Generation X gaming podcast, right? So $2.99 gets you one show. $5 gets you two shows. $10 gets you three shows. You pay it, and you get all access to everything. You, you see what I'm saying? Not to say I'm doing this, but what I'm saying is if I could, if, if, if a creator could do this on one platform, I'm sold on it where you don't have to bounce back and forth because I hate, I hate, guys, that... If you followed me on Twitch for four years and all of a sudden I leave Twitch, you lose all of that, right? Your follow and stuff is just, it's just gone. It doesn't matter, right? If you follow me on YouTube and then all of a sudden I switch over to Twitch, you lose all of it. Your, your, your membership for 30 months or whatever is just gone. I can't move that over from one to the next. But if you could, if you could make your content really find inside, that would be interesting to me if they could do that. <clears throat> if there's a $100 tier doesn't have fart jars, I'm out. <laughs> that Did you hear that girl went to the hospital, Buck? Did she die? No, she didn't die. She went to the hospital not, for over-exhaustion. Of, yeah, over I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about it. Not sure <clears throat> I like this. Only, only <clears throat> a girl who's trying to sell her farts would end up in the hospital because she doesn't know how to fart like a man. A man would teach her how to fart properly or what foods to eat. She wouldn't have had a problem, but she wanted to go off on her own because she's a strong and independent woman and look at her. <laughs> right. She ended up in the hospital because she tried to fart too much. Come on, people. <clears throat> no, right, Prince. You can do that, but what I'm saying is you're taking third-party sites. You're taking all these third-party sites and you're like merging them into one thing, right? Let's be honest. A lot of people here, it took me a long time to get people to... In the morning, I was on Twitch. On the evenings, I was on YouTube. And then I decided to be on both. But yet, you guys were trained enough to... You you knew at night that you come to YouTube. And you know in the morning, I'm on Twitch. So even though you can watch on every platform right now, the people are used to... They're, they're used to going to YouTube. So you go to YouTube. You're used to going to Twitch in the morning, so you go to Twitch, right? A lot of people don't come from one to the other. Like, when I left Twitch... People are like, I don't like not being on Twitch, so I'm not following you. And they and they 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 just stop supporting, right? And then people that were on YouTube are like, oh, I don't want to go over to Twitch, and they just stop supporting. So if you could have, and I don't care who does this, if it's Discord, if it's YouTube, if it's something, if there's a way where you can where you can fine tune your your business, okay, where this show's free, right? And anyone that follows could could follow the show we're talking about discord um uh yeah so we're talking about discord we didn't talk about the farting story but if you could fine-tune where this is free and then if you want more right just like a patreon just like a, just like anything else right where if someone wants to support you for a higher price they can get something right now it's so confusing like well if you follow me on patreon and then if you follow me on twitter and you follow me on youtube and you follow me on 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 twitch and you, you hit my instagram up and you, and you it's like holy shit all i want to do is click the button and watch somebody right i don't want to go 15 places to watch all your different content right hence why i decided to just stream double dual dual stream on both platforms right you try to make it easier for your customers. So if Discord can do it or YouTube can come out later this year and they can do something where, like, for instance, the algorithm of YouTube is that I have to make a completely brand new channel so it doesn't doesn't murder my other channel, 
right? You see how inconvenienced that is? Now I have to have like three, four channels because one's talking about video games, one's talking about movies, one's talking about where I could just put it on Discord and there's a movie section and there's a, a video game section and there's all this section and then I could take my videos and just post them in that, in that location. It, it makes it so much easier. So I don't know if I like this, that Discord is doing this. It's interesting. It's competition. They're taking 10%. YouTube takes 30%, Twitch takes 50%. So they're all having competitions of what the, the content creators do. I don't know where you, what do you think about this, Sarge, about more more subscription services type, type stuff? This is still this is still the Wild West. Everybody's competing for what kind of share or kind of cut they can get. I mean, basically, this is basically like the new, tele, like the new television, right? <clears throat> I'm on TV. I get paid. They get the cut. Commercials run. They got the cut of the commercial. It's like it's it's basically like watching TV be born again, and because everybody wants a piece of it, everybody's jockeying for position. I'm not sure how many years we're going to go with this, but I, I would probably say maybe maybe like another eight years or so. Maybe it'll be down like two or three years, and that'll be it. But right, right now, everyone's going to put their hat in the ring. That's what they're doing. Right. Uh, barrier. It doesn't say when it, it just says it's it's out for already for certain people. Uh, I'm assuming they have to be able, uh, you know, have a have a big community in Discord or partner with Discord. Uh, they picked a, they picked a certain amount of people to to do it, but they, it, there's no there's no uh, time when you know what I find funny from this also. Remember they wanted to sell for seven billion dollars. Microsoft offered them ten, and and now all of a sudden they're completely changing their whole landscape of what how to monetize stuff. You know, Discord is being put on PlayStation and hopefully soon Xbox. Then imagine those people having easy access to those type of Discord features under PlayStation and Microsoft Bundle. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? The The hard part for me is, let's just say I, I had access to this, this scenario right now. Okay? I had access to this scenario right now. I would still have to use YouTube. I would still have to use Twitch to advertise. I would still have to use Twitter to advertise myself because, yeah, I can stream every day, but even when I go live on Discord right now, most people don't know. Right, most people don't know I, I go live on Discord. Only a couple people, right, know when I go live on Discord. I, I think Discord may have a chance, but YouTube, Twitch, and Patreon uh, kind of have all this on lockdown. No, well, Patreon, can you do streaming on Patreon? Is there live streaming on Patreon? I don't know. We never used Patreon. Okay. Um. Obviously, I love YouTube. I love YouTube. I like YouTube a lot better than the Purple platform. I do. Just, it, it's easier. There's more information there. I, I, I like it. Um, it, it's just like a one-stop shop, right? Because when I'm done, you know, I don't have to wave my hand in front of the screen to change the channel or anything, right? All, all I'm doing is, like, when I'm done with Twitch, I can't look up a video on Twitch to tell me, you know, what the next, uh, I want to I watch a guy do, uh, you know, tell me about a game. That's not on Twitch. I have to wait through a live stream. On YouTube, I can watch live and also pre-recorded. So if I'm looking for something specific, I'm in that same. I'm in that one platform. I'm in there, and and when I'm done, when I'm done streaming, okay, when I'm done streaming, it just launches you to the next the next thing. Where Twitch is like, I, I had to go host somebody else. I want I want my thing to be like a television studio, right? That's what I've always been doing for for years. Okay, uh, I've always acted like I've done different multiple shows, and it needs to be more streamlined and none of these platforms do that and yet discord seems like you would have 100 access to that type of stuff 
So I don't know. Oh, oh my goodness. So <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I think Discord. I already read that. Getting this bundle could give you five free boosts to use on the Discord server. Uh, you are in in Discord and need to become partnered to Twitch, YouTube, etc. Lots of people use it for podcast, gaming meetings, etc. Exactly, right? So I, I think this would be interesting to see what happens in the, in in the future. We'll see what happens in the future. Well, uh, between the between the farting in the jars, and the uh, drones are going to be bombing your house because you're going to get banned from playing Xbox. It's going to be nutty. The future doesn't look pretty at all. No, it doesn't. Uh. Man, we went over a half hour. We have a lot of stuff. All right, so we're done for today. That's episode uh, 293 is in the can. We do appreciate you uh, coming out uh, and hanging out with us on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. We are in season eight. We've been doing this since 2015. Uh, we do appreciate you uh, coming out and hanging out with us each and every single Thursday. If you missed any part of the show, you can watch the past broadcasts on YouTube. Um the podcast of last week has not up yet. I'm going to be doing that uh, this weekend with this episode. So 292 and 293 will air on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, all those things uh, this weekend. So if you missed anything and you want to watch it again, either on YouTube or Spotify, you can do that this weekend. Uh, that'll be up. Uh, we do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us. We thank you very much for the super chats. Very kind of you. If you'd like to become a member of this channel, it is $4.99 to become a member. On YouTube, if you'd like to be a subscriber, uh, you can go to the subscription over on Twitch for also $4.99. Uh, and if you'd like to not support anything on Twitch or YouTube, there's a tip button that you can do on Streamlabs, and you can also tip there as well. You don't have to tip at all. This is all free content. We do appreciate you coming out, uh, hanging out. We are done for the week. Uh, I will be back on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. You can watch me Monday through Thursday. 8 o'clock uh, on the 8s, 8 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock in the morning. And don't forget, we have another channel called Nerding with 30 over on YouTube as well. And that takes care of our entertainment aspects of it. So if you want to watch the Book of Boba Fett discussion, that's on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you want Marvel news, we have an Endgame podcast on Tuesday nights. That's over on Nerding with 30 as well. I appreciate you very much. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. Game on. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment.